0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature
1: presentation.
0: Welcome to Gralics Nights, the Grolux Podcast live show hello everybody i'm randy i'm melanie and i'm jesse how's it going this evening guys
1: it's pretty good well
0: yeah i i (laughs) i've got the intro down right but then like after that i'm like what do i say (laughs) (laughs) all right here's what i should say on tonight's agenda We are going to be talking about the feature topic will be Mortal Kombat, because we've got to talk about that. It came out last weekend, and uh, I was expecting it the week before, frankly, so Mm -hmm. they were late. (laughs) We're never late, so I don't know what the deal is. Uh, And then we're also going to be talking about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, season one wrapped up. Since we last talked about it, so we're going to talk about that. Um, I'm sure we have things to say about that. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a, a speech that we could give to make everything okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, Paul, hey Paul, what's going on? He says no agenda, free for all. Oh, no agenda. Throw the agenda out. Yeah. Um, Jesse finished Watchmen the series, which is not it new, is. but Melanie and I finished it a while finished it a while ago. And I know Melanie and I had a lot to say about it, so I'm very curious uh, to hear what Jesse has to say about it. Mm -hmm. And then there's also a couple trailers, a couple trailers that came out recently that we might talk about if we have time. And that's it. That's what we're going to do. As always, chat, I want to hear what you guys uh, have to say about what you guys have been watching. Savannah says, I'm here and might not fall asleep during this episode, but... Yeah, Yeah. I heard. I heard Savannah's got it. Savannah got it. Yeah. I mean, that might have influenced me to like, you know, I really should make my appointment to go get my shot, which I will (laughs) be doing on Monday because I'm like, that would be my luck. I'm not anti-vax. I just am lazy. (laughs) So I better just go do it because yeah, it's a bummer to get it after the vaccines are out, you know? But but I, but I right. get it, I, and I know Savannah Savannah's case. I know I was talking to Melanie about it. Uh, she's very busy at, with work. Work should work should like like hey, paid day off. Whatever. Well, and that's
2: that's uh, one of the measures of the most recent thing I thought, or or he was pushing for it, right? He being the president. I don't know why I'm tippy toeing around this. I'm trying not to be political, but it's the president. I mean.
0: Maybe for some people it is. But I think after the last one, we can once again at least refer to the president without the conversation automatically becoming political. The last
2: one, you couldn't really. <laughs> you couldn't. And that's, you know. Well, I think because of that, president, other people would All disagree presidents. with that statement. All, everything's political now. Because... Are you, are...
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: Oh, I was I was reading that as because of the last one all presidents are now ruined. You <laughs> well, I mean, we'll
2: see. Time will tell on that one.
0: Right. Um, okay. Well, let's move on okay. to other things. Uh, first off, chat, what have you guys been watching? Um. I feel like all of our conversations are going to, let's, you know what? I, I mentioned trailers. If we have time, let's open with trailers. All right. Yeah. Cause that's as close to news as we've got. Right. right? Yeah. We're not going to do the regular news thing. We're going to, tra- we're going to try to keep it brief, which is which is about like saying I'll be
2: right back in a horror movie. <laughs> and we've got a Marvel thing to talk about, a DC thing to talk about, and a video game thing to talk about. We're going to be here for hours. Oh, you're right. I mean, on the other it's like missing the... is Doctor Who. What do you got? I know this is almost <laughs> like the,
0: it's kind of the nerd trifecta. Almost, right. Yeah. Uh, Savannah, I rewatched all of Lord of the Rings.
1: Wow. That's that's a, that's, that's a, a real nerd trifecta.
2: Like did you go full <laughs> extended edition or do you have like a life to live?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, she she didn't because she's been quarantined. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that's fair, yeah. If you were ever going to do the
2: full extended version trilogy, now is that time. You did the uh, four hour movies. Good on you. They're great oh if you get the time. Ugh.
1: <laughs>
2: so many. I don't recommend the Hobbit ones necessarily. There's, a, Except for the last one. Except for the last one. I don't know what they did, but they were like, hey, let's put a bunch of nonsense in these first two and just call them extended. And then in the third one, we'll put relevant stuff in there.
0: I've got to. Yeah, it was, I was getting so many endings, so many endings. I've got to highlight these two comments because Savannah said, that <laughs> followed immediately by Paul saying that, which is yep. is fun. I'm audio listeners, you're missing out. Hey, audio listeners, if you if you're checking this out on the podcast feed, first off, you're probably like, where was last week's episode? Sorry. <laughs> uh, and second off, hey, Thursdays, eight PM Central Time. Hit us up, uh, Garlock Podcast Facebook uh, page. YouTube channel and Twitch channel. We're there. Look us up. Yeah. We're the Groggs podcast. We're not a, a comedy group. That's who no. we are.
1: But we are funny. Ah, or at least I'm funny, I guess. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. <Yeah. laughs>
0: uh, Savannah is going to watch the Hobbit movies tomorrow.
2: And, and I have no judgment on those extended versions. I own them all and I've watched them all. And, uh, but that's why I also have regrets. I'm like, Man, you don't need to watch the extended Hobbit ones. But all of the best special features are on those, and those are like twice as long as the extended cut of the movie. They're fascinating. That's what I miss most about physical media, man. You know, like everything's streaming yeah. now. I need commentary. I need extended featurettes. Yeah, I miss that too. I think
0: about that sometimes. And I I, I wish like a Netflix or something. I know there's been talk of maybe they've experimented with it or something at least yeah i miss the behind the scenes stuff and the featurettes basically like stuff that they don't bother putting together anymore because why spend money to have somebody film and or edit that stuff together if it doesn't if they can't use it as like a selling a point selling for point, the, yeah. but like i miss that stuff at least throw that up on youtube or something use it to like they do kind of still do that for some movies but it's it's not a good in depth stuff because it's usually very promotional like right. if you look up we're gonna talk about Mortal Kombat. If you look up Mortal Kombat behind the scenes, there's a ton of like various little featurettes, but they're all just kind of the stuff they put on stuff. Voodoo.
2: Like Voodoo does have bonus features, but they are they're just like little like clips that you could use as a commercial almost.
0: Right. And uh but the commentaries, man, I loved I loved audio commentaries. Yeah, that's what I, I really miss. miss. Mm-hmm. Really miss those. Good ones. I mean I, I think in the past I've read that Netflix had experimented with basically releasing commentaries as like
2: podcast audio almost but uh, I, I don't know. You'd have, have to sync it. I don't know about that. Well, stream-
1: why don't they just do like HBO and stuff used to do where they'd have like a little 15 minute thing or something like a trailer before the show came out talking about it. You know what I mean? Something like that.
2: Kind of like what... um. Like they did after the Game of Thrones, like they'd have a little, like, just a little, I don't know, mm-hmm. featurette about that episode. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Those and those weren't bad. They didn't usually spend a lot of time to get too in depth into stuff, but those were pretty decent most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like the streaming wars. We we talked about it last week, I think. The streaming wars. They're they're in full swing. You know, Netflix yeah. is down, so many subscribers. HBO Max is up. Blah blah blah. Here's how you get competitive. You start offering those features. Netflix, spend some money, offer, you know, whatever, say whatever movie you've got coming up. Get a hold of the director and or producer or, or uh, actors. Be like, hey, record a commentary track for this Netflix exclusive commentary track. When it's when the movie's on Netflix, all you have to do is pull up the little audio uh, menu and be like, Boop, switch over, you know, English, whatever other foreign language audio there might be commentary switch over to that right. if you want to and offer that i mean it kind of the idea of making those exclusive kind of sucks but offer that as like an exclusive bonus like hey we have the commentary track with the director
2: that would be that really would be amazing yeah
0: right
1: you know what else they could do where they wouldn't even really have to i mean and it's not the kind of thing that you want to know because you want way more in depth but for you know other people and they want to be lazier they could just have like a like a pop-up video version where it just has like little like boop, boop, backs you know right right um, and i think a lot of people would be interested in that too
0: how is pop-up video yet that format not the most popular thing in the world with the like
2: tiktok generation span yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: attention span like, yeah
2: yeah
0: um by the way savannah says they had a uh, some whole conversation but you're beautiful melanie oh thanks Paul misses pop up video, like, and it doesn't have to be for music videos, but yeah, no that that little thing, or mm-hmm. with, for a while the the, the the two screen experience or the second screen experience was the whole was like a thing. Oh yeah, boom! Like have your your casting to the computer or to your Chromecast or whatever you're watching on your smart TV, have the app on the phone like coordinate and be like have little facts. Amazon kind of has a thing like that I noticed where. Um, at least for some shows and movies on the if you like, if I were watching on the Chromecast, which I you know,
2: oh yeah, the X-ray function that's really cool.
0: I pull up on the phone, it'll like list. Oh, I don't, maybe that's is what it is. I'm not sure what it's called. I think that's what it's called. I don't know, but well, like,
2: it'll uh, tell you who's in the scene, and then you can click on it it. and see what else there are. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like that. I thought that was super cool when I noticed that. And I mean. I don't envy the people who have to go through the movie and collect the data for the entire movie or TV series of like, okay, who's in this scene? Who's in this scene? What about that guy? He's only in there for like two seconds. Well, throw him in there. You know, like that's got to be. They could have the MK Toasty guy pop in with facts. That that. would
2: be awesome. Ed Boone, he's a creator.
0: Uh, I, I like that. I also feel like Paul is. Trying Indeed. to move us along. He's trying <laughs> to shepherd not,
2: us. Not unwise. Yeah. Okay, so... well Melanie let's... tries to do that, too. Right.
0: <laughs> because, remember, this whole conversation started from, well, let's just talk about trailers real quick. We haven't
2: even talked about them. We haven't even <laughs> touched them. We haven't even touched them.
0: Okay, well, real quick. Did you guys watch that last one I sent in the chat?
2: Uh, yeah, the- is super fast, testing. like a teaser, right? Yeah, it's real short. I let's... didn't even get what the concept was. So okay. I'm excited yeah, they, to hear what it is. They don't spell it out.
0: <laughs> I found out, like, I was like, okay, well, it looks kind of interesting. Looks a little basic. What we're talking about is The Tomorrow War, which is a Amazon original movie coming up. It's got Chris Pratt. I think that's kind of the big thing. It's just like, Chris Pratt, military stuff, but also sci-fi. Come yeah. come watch it over
2: Remember here. Remember Chris Amazon. Pratt when he was Star-Lord and not political and not religious? Is he, po- is he wait, what? Is he those oh, things? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got, he's got some he's got some things that some people don't like he's not canceled but if he's but we're watching you chris pratt wait really okay i
0: don't I, okay
2: i don't know everybody everybody sucks
0: everybody's um, this
2: close everybody's one bad day from being canceled one bad day <laughs> it used to be one bad day from being a super villain which was kind of cool and dangerous now it's one bad day away from being canceled yeah which is way lamer for sure
0: Chris Pratt married Arnie daughter, huh? Like Arnie. Is that, that's just her
2: name. Arnie daughter. And he was like, get to the chapel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, uh, the tomorrow war, uh, yeah, it's just a quick trailer. I don't have a lot to say. The trailer itself doesn't super wow me. It's like, Oh, vaguely sci-fi military stuff. Ooh, I'm sorry. I have no interest. Video games have ruined that on me that is such a like almost default setting for so many games that come out and I'm just like not interested and just same with movies. Although the sci-fi in a movie, the sci-fi angle does intrigue me more. And uh, in this case, what the, what the movie does, what the trailer doesn't really se- tell you is it's basically like a group of soldiers show up on earth and they're like, Hey, we're from 30 years in the, f- in the future and aliens are going to uh, attack us and we're going to lose the war. So here we are. Oh, Let's get ready, and that's the premise, that. right? <laughs> I didn't right. get that
2: from the teaser at all, but
0: and I kind of love that premise. Yeah, it's a great mm-hmm. premise. So that's why I was like, yeah, m-
2: maybe we can mention that. I'm I'm curious about it. What do, What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. does it does sound very Terminator E, but also I'm right. cool with that. I mean, like, how yeah. many schools for super powered people? have we seen in movies, you know? Right, right. I mean, only, only X-Men, Harry Potter, uh, my, Hack um, academia, the, the anime one, like, I mean, every, everything, Percy yeah. Jackson. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're right about the Terminator aspect It is very true. I think the difference is, it sounds like in this case, it's not just like some stuff happening that nobody really knows about. It's just like, you know, like there's the Terminator at any given time, like, two or three people know any of that's happening you know this it sounds like they showed up and they're like hey world here's the deal and so it's kind of like people are aware of it i'm Mm -hmm. it's a movie also i almost feel like something like like a premise like that not knowing what the plot is a premise like that could make for a good series Mm -hmm. even if even if i mean it's the most boring aspect of it to explore but it's kind of the most logical of like some people believe them for some reason. Some people don't. I'm sure they'll play a little bit of that into a movie, but it's a movie. So they I'm assuming they have to move on. But
1: my but the thing that I so they came from 30 years in the future when they lose. But to, to now, but how far is it in the future before the attack happens? Because it still seems like there's a lot of action stuff happening so is it like we came back like the week before they come to let you know that you're gonna lose or you know
0: right it's like yeah i mean i don't know i don't know it's a good question because that's like well that sucks i mean could have shot for maybe a little earlier right uh jesse your shirt looks like it has a side ponytail
2: yeah i had my hair over on the side or i guess it was oh. over on the side and it looked like looked like jeff hardy had a a side pony just up here it's pretty great um yeah no it's jeff hardy uh
0: the other trailer oh, i'm sorry i have nothing that reminds me dustin i don't think you're watching but if you are if you're watching now or in the future i haven't checked our drocks messages but hey we're we're up for having you on sometime
2: a random thought um sparked by pro wrestling
0: commentary it,
1: it, it, maybe it
2: totally <laughs> totally was <laughs>
0: Justin, you know the other guy that talks about wrestling that I have nothing to t- say about, but like like Jesse, he also talks about lots of other things. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Sweet Tooth, which I was today or yesterday that trailer came out. Um, Netflix series has anybody have any ha, chat? Have you guys seen the trailer for Sweet Tooth? Uh, it's based on a comic book. It's based on a forty issue Vertigo series written with art by Jeff Lemire. I never read it. I certainly remember because it was coming out while I was still actively collecting comics on the regular. And I remember the covers constantly. Weird dear boy face. Mm-hmm. Um, like sad dear boy face. Right. Because super gaunt in the comic series. So I don't know anything about it. Watching the trailer, I was like, this looks really weird. But it's intriguing. Because it doesn't look bad. But also, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have guessed... I don't know to do that in live action just seems very strange to me because it seems like there's like hybrid animal people that start being born, but Mm -hmm. they're not like, they're not cool looking. They're more like fanciful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's very strange, but at the same time, it's also, it looks like a fun adventure, but it's also like
2: kind of a post-apocalyptic
0: type thing almost. Yeah.
2: I think Mm -hmm. the book is much more like tying into that. That whole yeah. thing, because everything looks like scary and sad a little bit,
1: mm-hmm.
2: aside from there being like a fawn. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a little fawn boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
0: Paul says looks weird. Hashtag still better than cats. And really? I mean, yeah, they don't look like horrifying. It doesn't look horrifying like cats. The makeup and the effects in the trailer look really good. Yeah. It's just such a weird property to pick and be like, yep, live action series. Let's do that. Right. What were you gonna say, Melanie? Uh,
1: I was gonna say it reminds me, for some reason, of uh. Well, no, I know why. It reminds me of X Men, just because it's like some weird mutation thing, right? That happened, but then also there was like a virus too, so which probably is is what where it came from. But that and then yeah, and then that made me think maybe they'll start a school for all these little people with special <laughs> animal powers. <sighs>
2: Well, and we like uh, we like Black Hammer. We like Jeff Lemire's stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I mean, as long as they're true to the source material, true enough, this should be pretty great. Because he seems to be really good at
1: this. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely interested in it.
0: Yeah, I just had a, like, a oh, yeah, this is a visual medium. I should pull up a picture. Uh, that looks weird. That does not look great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it looks more like he's going to be a puppy. Yeah. That
0: yeah that he's like going to be baby. like this deer person but yeah it's very strange very strange
2: and that one in the woods is basically like their shot for shot um of the cover Uh uh-huh like that's that's their attempt at recreating the cover art somehow
0: weird how about yeah there it is yeah so very strange wait what's oh i think robert downey jr is a producer or something on the series yeah yeah
1: yeah,
2: pictures there first he like, was do little now he's making sweet tooth movies i did not hear anything good about Doolittle, no, so hopefully either. this turns out better
0: it looks for me the look of it it doesn't look bad works against it a little bit but like the tone of the trailer i was, i thought it was intriguing it looks kind of cool mm-hmm. right um which one first jesse Yes. So you've been watching some stuff. I've been watching some stuff. Yeah. Have you been watching some wait, never mind. I was gonna say, have you been watching some men? But that sounds weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who watches those
0: men? <laughs> Who watches the watchmen? It's Whoa. Jesse. I Spoilers. did I
2: find yeah. So we're starting with the oldest thing that we could right. have all watched and moving into the now. Sure. Yeah. okay so yeah i finally i finally finished the watch uh, the watchman and uh yeah uh the you know believe the hype is i guess my review like it's it's great it does start like it start i don't know if it starts slow not necessarily i mean it's pretty much off to the races but it is kind of confusing um at first but man, the mystery, you know, like it's worth it. Like figuring out how all the threads come together to create this tapestry. Like this is smartly written and it was super fun. Um, initial, like some, some thoughts without getting super duper spoilery but like I really wanna spoil stuff but like that would, that would ruin the reason to go watch it. Um, I was surprised by how many characters are still around you know, like they and how far back they go. They go back to the Minutemen. They uh, they talk about them, which they were they were pivotal in the original comic book run. No, my dog just barked, um, but you did hear it through my mic. Uh, so the like hooded justice, or hooded justice, yeah, I mm-hmm. believe so. He he was kind of a, a focal character in this series, and he was part of the the. Uh, the group of heroes that inspired the group of heroes in the Watchmen comic that we followed. So like, I think, I believe it's the Silk Spectre, the Owl, uh, Rorschach, those characters, the comedian, like the Minutemen were like, almost like your JSA type of characters, the Watchmen or whatever they were called. uh, They were kind of like our Justice League. And now this is, Set after the fact, and I was I was pleasantly surprised how many of those characters were still around.
0: Right at the same time, I was kind of blown away by. Okay, at the beginning, I was blown away by like, wow, this is like its own thing. This does not like. It really felt like its own thing. It, it does at first, where it's like it's because it really it's this whole like story that has like wait what it has like. Not that it doesn't have nothing to do with – not that it doesn't have anything to do with the story. It does. And again, in case we didn't clarify, we're talking about the HBO series from uh, two years ago or something. But um, it's, it's in the world, but it's otherwise doing its own story. But then as the season goes on, it ties more and more into the original characters. And then, yeah, at a certain point, I too was surprised at like how many of the original characters are relevant and show up. This seemed like one of the first shows that I think the first modern shows where they're like, hey, yeah, no, this is like it's a con- kind of contemporary comic book thing. But also it's about race. And so right. in a way, it's kind of pioneering. I think this doing so well gave maybe other
2: other change. things we're going to talk about later. <laughs> right. Gave other, like a, yeah, a little nudge in the right like, direction. Yeah, we can yeah.
0: address these social issues
2: you know and i mean spoilers for for that review but the watchman nailed it oh comparatively yeah. comparatively you know i mean like and I, and that's not even throwing shade because i'm i'm happy that a big wig like disney would approach it at all but um same thing with warner brothers like kudos for green lighting this and being brave and telling mm-hmm. a story that needs to be told I don't know, Jesse, sounds like you're just virtue signaling. No, (laughs) no,
0: I thought it was a. I thought it was a good story. And it it was super surprising. And in a way, not that you can't do that. Oh, I never hit record on my external recorder. Oh, well, looks like this looks like
2: this. you were already having issues with that anyway. So (laughs) it just made the decision for you. There you go. Right. You subconsciously were so frustrated with it. You were like, no.
0: Oh, man. I'm not going to remember to to do it. That sucks. I need to get that. I need to get back in that habit. Okay. So that's okay. Sorry, podcast listeners, uh, better audio next week, maybe. Um, so I mean, at least with Watchmen, not that you can't listen, you can do it with any, you can make social commentary with any property. Um, but Alan Moore's what Alan, it basing it on an Alan Moore property kind of in my opinion, yeah, like. You should kind of do something like that. If you're going to do, uh, Oh, a work.
2: totally about poking the bear. You know, yeah, like,
0: you should, yeah. if you're going to do a derivative work based on an Alan Moore thing, do it well, do it smartly. And yeah, don't shy away from social commentary because that is an Alan Moore.
2: That's kind of his deal sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying not to compare this with the next thing, but like also this one dealt with Ray, I mean, cause it did deal with race, hmm Obviously, but also like it didn't, it didn't overtly be like, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. Like it wasn't overtly like a black man can never be Captain America. They never did that, mm-hmm. that I can recall. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, they did, they did, uh, they went back to Tulsa though. It, I mean, it, like, like it was in, it was in there, it was in the DNA of the thing, but they never had to say it. It was show, it was in a way
0: much better. I mean, well, it's not a film, but much better filmmaking, much better, better visual storytelling. It showed, it didn't tell. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas we, yeah. Okay. We're alluding to it. Captain uh, Falcon and Captain uh, Falcon and Captain, Captain Falcon. Um, I'm not unhappy with what they did. I right. think I, Me either. You know, good on, good on Marvel, but yeah, they were very tell don't show. Like mm-hmm. it's all right. in just dialogue, and they had less
2: episodes. Well, not really, they had shorter episodes, not even that. I don't know.
0: I feel like they had less. How many did Watchmen have? No, Watchmen had nine, Watchmen had, had nine, so I guess I think, they had one extra episode, yeah. But they also, yeah, it's well, no, Disney Plus, they can go as long as they want, whatever. More content there, there was definitely more content to right. Watchmen. Um, Okay, here's, okay, two burning questions for you, Jesse, that stem okay. from, All right. I remember, because Melanie and I watched this so long ago, I, there's a lot of details I kind of forgot, but there's two burning questions from our discussions that I want to know. First off, are these spoilery? Should we warn the audience here? No, uh, okay. we, maybe, but not yet. First off, okay. uh, what, Lube Man, whatever his name is. What's Mm -hmm. up with him? Where'd he go? Why don't we have a Lou Man spinoff series?
1: No kidding. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know.
0: I don't know. (laughs) You see him like once, maybe twice. He literally slips into a, like a a street drain. Never seen again. Uh What's the deal? I want Lou Man.
2: (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know if I get that one. Yeah. I'm sure he's a deep cut. I'm sure he was an Easter egg that I just didn't quite totally get. But
1: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah, he was, he was awesome. though. Ah, uh, the
0: other one is slightly spoilery. Okay. So heads up. No, we're not full. It's a little spoilery. Uh, Mister. Although this could be asked of the original comic too. Uh, Doc Doctor Manhattan. Yeah.
2: Good boyfriend. Bad boyfriend. What you think? <laughs> I mean, I think he's kind of like he's a great boyfriend as long as he doesn't even know who he is. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but if he knows who he is he's a he's the worst like yeah. you can't even have a conversation with that guy he's like i don't experience time the same way you do mm-hmm. i already know what you said i'm talking to you from five years ago mm-hmm. you said something funny i'm talking to you from 30 years from now by the way i know you in 30 years yeah uh, I know when we're going to have a fight. We're going to have a fight now. No, we're not going to have a fight. We're going to have a fight. We're having a fight.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> that is the flaw with the character. And I think that's kind of, I think that's uh, Alan Moore's point with the character, like the core of the character itself is like, he knows what's going to happen and still can't or won't. And I think that's the big thing. Can't or won't stop it.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, he knows a terrible thing is going to happen, but he won't stop it because it it's is the most confusing happened.
2: part of maybe the whole thing is just like, what? I don't even
0: remember why, and I don't want to get into it. But that is the debate that sent uh, was it sent shockwaves through Melanie and my relationship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we got into a real heated, almost argument over Dr. Manhattan. And I was like, what are we doing? What is this?
2: Right, right. What right. we like, it does? It it does spark an interesting debate, for sure. Right. He's, yeah.
0: I mean, that's kind of the beauty of the character. He's so interesting. And it, the, what they did with him, it, ultimately, spoiler, spoiler, it was a little disappointing. But overall, how they handled him was interesting. They did interesting things with him. With him right. And that's kind of the best thing you can do with any of the Watchmen characters. Just mm. do something right. interesting. Yeah. Right. Don't just whatever by the
2: books Mm -hmm. dr dong hatton well you know they have to go there too (laughs) i think early on early on one of the most interesting things that they did with that was like just you know like there's there's different visuals of, of manhattan throughout the whole thing because he's essentially like a god you know? And uh, so he's like in street graffiti. He's a, he's a puppet. He's, he's all sorts of things. And on one of the street graffitis, of course, they have to do what street graffiti, street graffiti artists will do. Mm -hmm. And that is add Mickey Mouse. Here's remember. Oh yeah. (laughs) Even when there wasn't one. So,
0: okay. Well, Unless you had anything else, we can move on.
2: You know, just uh just uh to put a put a bow on it. Uh man, believe the hype. It's great. It's uh it's a really compelling television series. And yeah. and I see why everybody wants more. I don't I don't need more, especially the way they ended it. I kind of love how they ended it and it, it doesn't feel like a cliffhanger to me. It feels like ah, the world continues.
0: Yeah. I, the ending was disappointing in only, only in that it's like, oh yeah, that doesn't seem like they're going to come up. That seems like they could, but they probably won't come back for more. Right. And it was so good. Yeah, I agree. I wanted more, but I kind of think more, but drop that direct storyline. Don't go back to that. Oh yeah. Go to explore a different part of the world. Or of the other characters, Sure. 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 Yeah. Man. Lube man. Man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to the owl? Come on. The problem is like this one kind of touches on. You never called her back. Right. It kind of touches on so many of the original characters that you would. I don't know. It'd be hard to just drop the main storyline from this. If you were to keep doing more because it would put you further from the central Watchmen characters. Right. Which could be okay. Hashtag release the lube man. That's it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: justice for
0: lube man superb owl
2: yeah yeah
0: okay well since we already kind of started talking about it uh we mentioned falcon in the winter soldier uh this is a comment paul made during that last discussion uh he said i think the no the quote no black captain america was Disney's clap back to the angry white guys that were livid. Sam was going to be cap. Disney was like, you don't want it tough.
2: I mean, so so like in the comics, there's a moment where Bucky becomes cap before Sam becomes cap kind of thing. But also in that universe, uh, like cap wasn't even alive to hand off the shield. Like Bucky just took up the mantle because cap was dead. Mm hmm. And so I know that there's a, a, there's a contingent of fanboys out there that just can't handle the fact that the MCU has always been different. Right. Always. Mm -hmm. Right. Like from Iron Man one, they've taken liberties. It's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. I've gotten in this, I've gotten in this fight more than a few times. It's interesting. Like
0: I am not, I am not on social media that much anymore. So I haven't, I don't know what, kind, like in terms of, in relation to the show, I don't know if there's outrage, what, what the outrage is. I'm sure there is. I seen something about uh team. uh What's his name? Then the, the new, he was the captain. He was captain America for a moment in the show.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember but
2: anyway oh, john walker yeah yeah, yeah. Team walker, people are yeah. like people people are trying to like i don't know say he's okay or that he's sympathetic and it's like yeah he's sympathetic he's not a good guy <laughs> right right <laughs> not a great guy in this like he'll become redeemed if we, he get more of him but like he was never supposed to be your favorite in this
0: and they even already kind of set that up of like
1: he's you know
0: he's kind of okay by by the end of this you know whatever he helps
1: I um, don't I don't think I'll ever trust anyone with a chin like that I'm sorry
0: <laughs> he he, he does like that's the thing you can't be surprised or shocked by it because uh you know he has a villainish profile
2: or his 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 and that's he, why Kurt Russell always has a beard right right that's probably why Wyatt Russell usually has a beard like if I don't have a beard I'm gonna be a bad guy in everything. Yep. Uh,
0: Paul says there was a huge uproar when Sam received the shield at the end of Endgame. Ooh,
2: Spoilers.
0: (laughs) It's so funny though, because like, first off, what a dumb thing to get mad about because sorry, you're on the wrong side of, I don't know anything decent, I guess, but also like we're talking about Marvel movies or comics, right? There are a lot. It's just that thing of like, so different. This is the thing you want to, like, put your rage at, like, in a world where there's so much legit, horrible stuff going on to get upset about that. No, it's fine. It's fine. You, put, you, you, you get mad
2: because uh, comics aren't as racist as you. It's fine. <laughs> right. Well, it's like, it's like the people who went to Age of Ultron and they were like, should I read Age of Ultron first? I'm like, God, no. God, no story has nothing to do with the movie you're going to see nothing in, in hindsight you could skip the movie i mean you you kind of could i swear yeah well it would only it would i mean like everything that's you'd been be very confused up, yeah but whatever one division would have
0: made no sense right <laughs> uh you know what i guess they have
2: to do that once in a while like yeah the, uh, it's more too off- bad it was an avengers movie they had to use right
0: but. man do it in one of like do it in a pre-Ragnarok Thor or something. Come on. Right. Nobody
2: cares about those movies anyway. Right. Isn't that what Dark World was? Like, uh, yeah. we're getting you ready for Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, you know, I, I, okay, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I, I kind of thought, like, at one point I was like, wait, there's one more episode, right? After the the pen, penultimate episode. And right. then, and then I was like, I had heard that it was over and I was like, wait, no. Oh, was that the last episode? I mean, it did feel like a final episode. And then it got closer to whatever the air date of this one. And it's like, no. Oh, okay. never mind." So it's interesting because they kind of used, was it? A, just a six episode series, six, seven, six. I don't know. It eight?
2: was eight four or so. Was maybe it? it was, maybe it was only six.
0: You might be right. I, I don't know, but they used that the would make to more sense. Year. They kind of used the second to last episode to wrap up some of, some of like the more interpersonal plots, I guess, or arcs, Um, you know, uh, Falcon and his family and, and kind of uh, Bucky and Falcon. And then they use the last episode to kind of wrap up plot threads. So it's just of interesting. It was a very like split Mm-hmm. We're
2: going to split these things up. And- it was weird. Like they had this huge character development episode. It felt like those two episodes were actually like half, you know, like like this is the setup for this, you know, like mm-hmm. if this were a movie, this would mm-hmm. be like the third act. These two episodes are the third act.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And I almost feel like the, I guess that maybe it's smarter to do it this way, but I, I almost feel like I, they did do some things in the second to last episode that set up. You know, I think that's when they handled a lot of the like black Captain America, like, you know, no self-respecting black man would take the mantle or whatever type thing. I think they set that up in the second to last episode. So, but so that bit aside, tonally, I feel like traditionally the second to last would be the final stuff because it's a lot of the like sitting around fixing the boat, you know, having kind of fun, like relaxing uh, the, the come down after the climax or whatever, the, the whatever you would call it. Um, but I I thought it was fine. It was the action. It was mostly an action, action episode. And in that respect, uh, it was kind of blah for me. It was just right. because it wasn't. It was fine. It was dark, though. And it wasn't like super in terms of like visually, it was very dark. And it just wasn't a lot of like super memorable stuff you know, there's flying around helicopter stuff. I remember that.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, oh, it was like a hour long action sequence. Um, Paul mentions in the uh, comments and that that's, uh, like a interesting thing to talk about in that second to last episode, which is, you know, kind of what we all saw coming. And it, like it, it all, it makes sense within the context of what they've been setting up. It was like, you could kind of see that this was unfortunately the way it was going to go down, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, He was Captain America. And because of your exemplary record in the past, even though you killed someone on uh, on camera, Mm -hmm. you caused an international incident Mm -hmm. uh, viciously. Uh, You decapitated somebody with a shield, dude. Yeah, Yeah. we're we're going to discharge you, but you're not going to prison or anything like Mm -hmm. nothing.
1: Well, that's very reflective of America, though. You know, they're yeah. like, well, he was doing his job, but your job isn't to murder someone who's already incapacitated. Yet people right. do that kind of a lot here. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. you well, know, I mean, it's
2: like kind of like makes you wonder when they shot this because like, wh- wow. <laughs> well,
0: and, and real quick to I mean, I think it's obvious by context now, but Paul was saying uh, he didn't get a vent about last week since he missed last week. The slap on the wrist, the government official uh, got for viciously murdering someone. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm i i am sure that was not an accidental uh, counterplot line to, what's his name? The older guy that that Falcon goes and talks to? Isaiah um, Bradley. Yeah, I'm sure that's not an accidental counterplot to Isaiah. Like, just an intentional juxtaposition of like, that's what happens when a, a black guy got super soldier serum. Didn't even do anything like, wrong, but mm-hmm. still... Things went badly for him right? versus, you know, whatever the new cap who m- murdered someone on camera. Um,
1: I think the more, most interesting thing about that, though, is in this second or the, the actual last episode, I, I keep wanting to call it the second last because I, I did think the first one was the last one of the of the two. But um, he's he's going to, as Jesse said, possibly redeem himself, you know. So they're not only going to let him get away with it, they're going to make him a good guy again. So that, in my the opinion,
0: is going to let him get away with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I know. I'm just saying, you know, and that's
0: where it's like, you know, good on Marvel for making the comment. But also, like, you know, it's still it's still Disney. Like, they're not going to it's mm-hmm. still a huge product. And they're going to not
1: it's really maybe, try to
0: make people super angry. Even if I was
1: going to say maybe it's even more indicative of America than we thought. But By the way, hey, Josh,
0: what's going on? Josh says I hear reshoots and recuts due to COVID. Kind of screwed that last episode. You know what? That actually would make kind of sense in terms yeah. of like... I had heard something about there was a like a virus plot line that they had at one point that they dropped. Oh. I don't know oh. if that's rumor. But yeah, I heard there were things uh, aside from just even like reshoots and um, the fact that I think... The the series are not coming out in the order they had originally planned, like WandaVision, Loki, all this. They had to shuffle those a little bit. Um, for example, what's her name? Julia Louise Dreyfus uh shows up as a character that she originally Tessa. She, she which apparently was supposed to be introduced in Black Widow, I think, which was supposed oh. to be out last summer. Right. So it's I think it still works as a introduction here, but it's also like a little weird, like maybe there would be more weight or her character would make a little bit more sense. Okay, yeah. He says yeah, Val is in Black Widow. Um so that makes a little bit more sense for it,
2: like It also um like twists one of my chief complaints, which is uh if that if there were all these storylines that got cut from what we what we actually saw, it may have changed uh, how i saw the flag smashers because like the flag smashers almost deserved an episode like that second to last episode mm-hmm. you know like we got a whole episode of of everyone kind of feeling their feelings mm-hmm. we needed that for the flag smashers right like mm-hmm. back bef- back before everybody came back from the blip like we needed context for what they were doing oh, yeah. all they did was tell us what their context was. If we had seen them living it and then seen how they were impacted when everybody came back, we would have cared when a whole bunch of them, spoilers, when a whole bunch of them just get blowed up. I remember... Oh. oh
1: I was going to say that's the, that I think was part of the reason I was surprised there was another, another episode besides the fact that I thought that second to the last one kind of felt like an end because, they, yeah, they did end all that and they it, it hadn't really um, explained it much to me. And I thought that that was something that they would use for another season. If they ended up with another season.
0: Paul says the flag smashers, flag smashers needed, but that's, I hate that title, by the way, it's such a bad, anyway, the flag smashers needed an episode like the outside the hex episode of WandaVision. Exactly. It's, it's like, uh, and I think digital series kind of shy away because Netflix, the, some of the earlier Netflix originals did it so much. Netflix original series where you hit episode seven and episode seven is like a backstory or we're going to jump back and do this or we're right. going to follow one character. Like it's always something different, but I feel like this could have used a whole episode like you're saying, or at least a part of an episode, something to give them more weight. And also maybe that is where a lot of the reshoots and the cuts, like where it suffered because I remember our discussions of the first couple episodes on the show. Uh, We were very confused. Just to, like, the flag smashers are introduced as a terrorist group. And I realize that's kind of like the thing though, like they're terrorists, but also like, but here's their side. But I felt like Falcon jumped to their side way quicker than what felt warranted. And it felt like the show was, there was something missing. It's like, yeah, but right. Are we supposed to be on their side? Like, or are, are we supposed to be sympathetic to them? Because I don't feel like it had justified it before the show decided, Hey, you should
2: be sympathetic to these people. Kind of. Right. And they had, like, a, they had compelling philosophies, and they had, like, a, a there was something about them that was compelling. Uh, like, what? what is the world like because of the blip? You know, like, we yeah. saw a little bit of that in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, but they just kind of played it for laughs. They were just like, look, these guys are five years ahead of everybody else, and these guys aren't. They didn't mm-hmm. age a day, you know, like, hey, here's a basketball uh, here's a basketball game that's happening, and they'll just blip right back in. See, it's funny, but mm. this was like the world sucks because of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think the world kind of sucks anyway. But um, <laughs> no, it, and it seemed <laughs> very separated. The experience, I mean, for for the people both returning and returned, depending on their status and wealth, like. You know, if right. you were gone and you were poor and you came back, you had nothing and nobody would give you credit and help or help you out. If you were right. rich and you came back, then they were like, oh, yeah, we'll kick these poor people out of here so that you can have all your stuff back, you right. know, which which was kind of their
0: point. But, yeah, I wish that would have been explored more because that's actually kind of interesting. Right. Well, the most we really got to see during the blip was the beginning of was it endgame? where like there's trash everywhere and people are bummed out, (laughs) but that's all you really got to see, you know, um, a series would be a good place to actually kind of explore that time. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe that's part of it though. Maybe that's some of that stuff is just like the stuff they cut. Like if there was some type of virus storyline, I totally get why Disney'd be like, yeah, let's axe that. Um, but what, what else went along with that?
1: Well, here's an idea, free idea for you, Disney have one series amongst these smaller series that you're doing. That's no superheroes. And it's just regular people experiencing the blip and it's after effects. Just Jimmy Woo. Just Jimmy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Be you know, <laughs> sometime between Ant-Man and, and WandaVision. He learned that card trick.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I want to see yeah. how that's, just, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. kind of what you do. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. That's every prequels job. It's like, Hey, you know, how you Han Solo's gun?
2: This is where he got it in his jacket and his name. Like come on, that's and, what you do. And so. and while you're doing that, you give us a reason to care about Lamar <laughs> because John Walker was a horrible friend and didn't give us any reason to care about Lamar. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, this
0: one in general, it did feel a little uh the series, it felt a little rushed, but again, if they if they had to cut a bunch of stuff, I guess. It didn't necessarily feel jumbled, just like there could have been more. But then again, it was also kind of short and sweet as far as I'm concerned, because uh, it was I think it was clear with our non review of I don't know, whichever episode that everybody went crazy about Zemo dancing in. That we, <laughs> <Melanie> <laughs> anyway, episode. Yeah, we weren't super feeling it. Right. So
1: Yeah. Well
2: Loki though,
0: Loki looks crazy. Is that the next one?
2: Yeah. The other, the other thing we should probably talk about, or maybe we could just leave it alone because it's not great. But uh the after credit scene and the thing that we all s- probably saw coming. I don't know. They, they made it super obvious in the second to last episode when when uh Sharon oh, Carter right, gets a call right. from Bat the Leaper, and then lo and behold, he shows up at the flag smashers. Mm-hmm. Like, gee, who sent him there? Right. The the
0: uh are, are we talk wait. So, so which bit are you talking about? Because I think the, some of that the is power broker. Oh, the power broker. Yes. Uh, and Paul had said that he,
2: Paul said, and he was right. He had called it. Um, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
2: Well, I mean, it's not like they kept it. They could, that could have been a great reveal. It was an awful reveal. Mm-hmm. It was so obvious by the time we got there.
1: Yeah.
2: So also I'm not sure that I'm sold on it. Like, I don't know. They're, they're kind of wishy-washy with her character, and it's it's lending credit because it's lending credence to this idea that maybe she's not even Sharon, that maybe she's a scroll, and at this point, oh. I'd probably be okay with that.
0: Okay, interesting.
2: Yeah, I don't. It,
0: this is just such a weird part of the like whatever. It's the Captain America side of things, right? It's it's just right. it, it's the more like agency. It's the Not even. It doesn't even get into the Marvel agencies. It's the government. It's more like the government side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And that is almost less interesting to me than the uh, fake agency government side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's go to space, man. Let's go to space. Give me some. That's got to be coming, right? I mean, come on. Loki looks weird. I don't know what that's gonna be i know there was another trailer we probably could talked about it but i haven't watched it um i've just watched that that first kind of longish one they released a
2: while did you, back did you see the captain marvel 2 teaser no i didn't well i mean it's basically just a teaser but they're kind of like they're basically saying that uh monica rambeau will be captain marvel 2 oh yeah uh, oh yeah you know, I mean, she is in the comics anyways, but like, so I don't know what
1: that means. <laughs> that means that everybody was like, what's that chick's name? That Brie lady.
2: Brie, Brie, Brie Larson.
1: Larson. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, nobody likes her. Get rid of her. And they were like, okay. <laughs> That's Unless why it was did. a fan
2: trailer, but I was pretty sure it was real. Hmm. Just a teaser. And it was all about Mount Monica. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, I mean th- that would be maybe smart on their part, and this, but this is basing it entirely on me because I don't know how the rest of the world really feels. But I didn't care for Brie Larson at all. I thought she was <sighs>
2: she was fine, but I also she- I
1: I don't know that I wanted a whole another solo movie of
2: her. Um, not without Nick Fury, like Nick Fury and her, like that dynamic is what made that movie even remotely interesting. Because Samuel Jackson can sell me on anything, so
1: yeah. Sorry,
2: I'm looking up a tra- I'm looking up the trailer now. Oh yeah, yeah. Did uh, maybe you know? it's not even real. I,
0: I it's Disney though. I can't play it. I'm sorry, I'd play it on the
2: stream, but all right. Oh, it, it is Disney, then it is
0: real. Um, well, I mean if Oh yeah, no, well, I'm trying to I'm seeing okay. No, I mean this is on screen culture YouTube channel and it's a lot of footage we've already
2: seen Yeah, that's stuff. all it was. But it was all recut together to be like, hey. Captain Marvel too.
0: is this well I'm trying to see, yeah and that's why I'm trying to see yeah this looks that I think this is fan made
2: uh, okay that makes sense then yeah I was just trying to see but I'd, be I'd be there for it I'd be there for it think about it I mean <laughs> think about it Marvel I'd I'd see that movie <laughs> Um.
0: overall though Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't bad I did appreciate the social commentary like they i mean they didn't shy away from addressing it uh not as good as watchmen because they were tell don't show but i you know it's just surprising because with these big properties and of course they can do some risks on a tv show and it's not like being anti-racism is a bold stance okay but it's and if anything it's almost more sad that i'm impressed. That a big company would be like, yeah, we're anti-racism. That's a sad statement in itself, but good on them for at least t- taking some stance.
1: Yeah, but I mean, of all of all companies, Disney should, you know, be the one to do that because given its history, I'm just saying, right, they need to Um. to survive.
0: What if they ever paid that author or, you know, all those authors? <laughs> Probably not. OK, so. Well, I think, I think I'm going to banter here for a moment because Jesse looks occupied. So I don't want to get to the feature topic just yet. Hey, Melanie, how you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. How you doing?
0: Doing all right. Um, oh yeah, it's just me. Uh, and you, and, and you.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, visually.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: I got the spotlight. Uh, what have I been doing? Hey, we watched. Hold on, there's got to be something that we watched, right? Yeah, we watched that uh um Palm Springs movie. <gasps> right. Let's talk about that for a moment while Jesse's gone. Okay. Palm Springs. It's uh I believe it was a Hulu movie. At least it's uh-huh. on Hulu. Yeah. Um. The Savannah says, "Ha ha ha." This banter is awkward. Well, it's getting better. Okay. Right. It's only awkward because I was not prepared for it at all. It's <laughs> like wait. I don't have anything else on my list of things to talk about. Uh, but yeah, no, Melanie, you're right. Palm Springs. It's a, something I had heard of. It came out a while ago. It's from what? 2020. I guess it came out last year. Um, mm-hmm. And it it's a Groundhog's Day type premise. So as I never thought anything of it. Yeah. With the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
1: Yeah. Who Randy uh, doesn't seem to care for, which is probably another part of the reason we hadn't ever watched it or whatever
0: just because like him on his own i i've never seen him in anything that i particularly cared that much for i know he's done Mm -hmm. lots of stuff that people love but none of it's really whatever however we had heard maybe it was what was it a trailer or a on hulu melanie um i feel like it was a trailer or something that pointed out that it had like 90s oh wait go ahead I think it said 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I was like, wait, that movie has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? And we looked it up, and it it it's like 96 or something. So it'd come down since whatever they made that promo. Mm-hmm. But I was like, wait, how does this have like almost 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? It's It looks like a dumb comedy that just is stealing the Groundhog's Day plot. Mm-hmm. So we watched it just kind of like... Well, let's see what it is. is. It, let's see if you're so great type thing. Uh-huh. It's kind of great.
1: It is great. Yeah. I, I, I kind of loved it.
0: Yeah. I liked it a lot. It's, it's, it is the Groundhog's Day plot, which is not, you know, listen, Groundhog's Day isn't the first movie to do it or the first story to do that, but it's, you know, probably the best or mm-hmm. the greatest or the, at least the most well-known, but it does it well. Mm-hmm. It it, it does very surprising things with it. Uh, The first being that you start the movie and he's already been in the loop for who knows how long. And that's a slight spoiler, but that's literally like you find that out right away. So I was kind of like, wait, what? He's already in the loop. Like what? Mm -hmm. Um, It's legitimately funny. And also the drama and the emotional stuff
1: is actually is pretty good. I thought
0: it's pretty good.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: liked it a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it. I was glad that Randall liked it because he w- would be more reluctant to watch it than I would. but i I have seen brooklyn ninety nine or at least some of it, and I enjoyed that. so, um, and we, you know, we never really watch romantic comedies. It's very, very rare, but we're not romantic comedy type people. And this was totally the kind of romantic comedy that we would enjoy. Um, you know, where all the characters like, you know, there is no meaning. Everyone's alone. <laughs> That's the thing. It's
0: it's, it's like, yeah, it's like a romantic comedy, but also like our main characters are nihilists and super downers. And th- so I appreciated them. I was like, yeah, I like you guys. You guys are great. I like yeah. your attitude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. I don't know what else to say. If you haven't watched it uh, or if you don't think it's, I don't know. Because, again, it just, it does, it seems derivative with a comedy guy that I'm not really into. And uh, it's got a romantic comedy, which in general I'm not into. Yeah, but, no, it was great. I I give it four stars. It
2: didn't get five, but four stars. Ooh, four stars is kind of a coveted uh, review. Right, right. Yeah. Some really good movies that you've given three and a half.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Right. It's better than those. Just don't mention whatever they are. Okay. Paul sent me an article. We're not gonna do do news, but we'll do this news real quick. Citizen Kane lost its perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes, making Paddington Two the new greatest film of all time. (laughs) So I had heard a little something about this. Basically, they dug up a a negative review. So of the 116 reviews on of for Citizen Citizen Kane on the critical. Or on the web on Rotten Tomatoes, which previously there were 115 all positive. There's one has been added that was published 80 years ago in the Chicago Tribune that was negative, and that knocked it down enough <laughs> to <laughs> to lose its lose its 100. So apparently Paddington 2. I have never watched Paddington 2.
2: watched Paddington uh, 1. Well, cool, right. We better
1: watch it. It's the best movie. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know that I've seen all of Citizen Kane. So, yeah. yeah, Melanie has.
1: I have. It was because we were gonna we were gonna watch a movie about the movie, so I had to watch the movie first, and then we uh, never yeah. ended up watching the other movie. But um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, it was all right, but I right. wouldn't necessarily say it's the best movie ever. Yeah. Well,
0: that and that's not even an unpopular opinion because. Uh, Josh Kerup, Kerp who wrote this Uproxx article uh, says Paddington, Paddington 2 is a better film than Citizen Kane I already knew this but now it's official so you know whatever he I think a lot of people are of that opinion it's like I agree I, I actually kind of dislike Citizen Kane for a long time after I first seen it and it's on this on that rewatch that Melanie and I, Melanie and I did not long ago that I was like okay I like it more. Mm -hmm. It's not a perfect movie though. Like it's, it's visually, it's kind of amazing for its time. Um, But even that, like it was pioneering, but it's not like any of the certain techniques were pioneering. It's just like putting them all together and dedicating, like this is going to be a stylistic movie in itself was a pioneering thing. So Mm -hmm. Uh, that said, the characters are not likable in that movie.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. unlike
1: paddington who is infinitely likable and that is savannah says what is paddington and then i'm not sure because i've never seen either of the movies either is that paddington bear
0: yeah yes
1: okay that's paddington bear and i'll go i'll I'll do you one better why is paddington
0: oh i have my window open i'm sorry i'm probably letting (laughs) noise in oh well so long as the fire station alarm doesn't go off <laughs> no, I, I don't, love I
2: don't. you, Twitch.
0: Oh, Twitch. You know, thanks for your contribution to the chat. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: I no, I'm I'm good with my current fame level. Uh, I do not need to buy followers and viewers on Star Star Star. I'm not gonna
2: say that URL. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. If you want <laughs> to say the name, you're gonna have to be an actual sponsor. <laughs> actually, is right. okay. We can um, be bought. <laughs> $1 a month, Patreon.com.
0: Hey, good call. Come a sponsor. You bonus episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to oh now Melanie's gone. Well, let's
2: banter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did we what did you and I see? <laughs> um, <we're laughs> we need to you know what we need to do
0: that to just like blow <laughs> Melanie's mind sometime. Be like, well, Mel, well, Jesse and I watched. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Not that we don't do that sometimes. There's stuff we talk about that, right. like, like any we talk about Cobra Kai, for the most part. But, uh, no, like, so when Jesse was over,
2: <laughs> right? right. Uh, have there been new episodes of Invincible that have been dropped? Like, uh, yes, but I have not watched them because
0: oh, I yeah. have to jump through extra hoops to watch them.
2: Ah, uh, yes. So I haven't watched them yet. <laughs> Audio listeners, you can see the really awesome like subtlety
0: in and the subtle. Expression. So subtle. Yeah. Uh have have you checked them out at all?
2: Oh, have I haven't yet. I, I just okay. wondered because uh all I'd heard was basically that first first episode, the big like pow at the end there or whatever. Right, right. Basically what you guys had talked about the last time we talked about it. So I I wondered if there was new new stuff out.
0: Uh, Savannah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been having, so we, we, we were using Savannah's account and yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to try again. I've been having lots of trouble trying to get in there. Um, uh, clearly I don't have an Amazon prime subscription at this time. Cause I got plenty of other subscriptions. I don't need it, but <laughs> okay. So, uh, Melanie. Yeah. Let's fight. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Mortal Kombat style. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Mortal Kombat. It only took us an hour to get here, so let's do it. Right. Um, First off, chat, have you guys seen Mortal Kombat? Uh, Spoilers, I guess, potentially. I there's stuff you could spoil, but, like, I don't know. It, okay. It's a movie it's about good. fighting. They're going to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they fight. Okay. God, I don't know even where to start. I did not hate this movie i enjoyed it i thought it was a lot of fun i don't think it's a good movie it's not it's far (laughs) from the worst mortal kombat movie though i mean (laughs) annihilation listen all you have to do is do better than annihilation which is the lowest possible bar right
2: and it did yeah Mm -hmm. i'm not sure this is better than the first one i think the first one may have a little more coherent package i don't know i don't know yeah you know, in a way, like, honestly, though, you know,
0: in terms of, you know, violence aside, or lack of violence aside, I should say, for the for the original movie, the original movie represents the game more appropriately. Even though this takes more from the game, more, like, plucks more characters, it does, there's so many, the, my main complaints are, like, the weird changes, yeah. and a lot of it doesn't make sense, and some of it... Paul says, I completely disagree. As a movie, it is a good movie. Well, okay. As entertaining, it's good. As a good, well-crafted story. Yeah, yeah. if I we're going to talk about plot, we fight. Then, then we were going
2: to start. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to make the salt level rise, that'll do it. Uh, I will agree that this was a fun movie to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. So, that is all I will say in that column. Now, um, as far as how it is written you pluck that script down and you outline that sucker before you say it's good because it's not.
0: Yeah, uh, Melanie, right. I'm, I'm curious as to your take on it because, so thinking, of, thinking back on it and I'm talking for a moment, but trust me, I'm, I'm framing this up to hand over to you. I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, to someone who's not familiar with the games, it does just randomly grab characters, put them in there and give them virtually no explanation. So I feel mm-hmm. like, as somebody who's not familiar with the games and it plucks a few kind of like not obscure. There aren't a lot of obscure Mortal Kombat characters. There's a lot of characters, but it plucks characters that I didn't expect from later games. Uh And it, it doesn't give them much like Shang Tsung. Like you kind of get the idea of like who he is, but like, really you don't, it doesn't really give a lot of explanation about a lot of that stuff. And it's super sloppy about its exposition in general. Mm -hmm. That said, it also though works Harder than it should at trying to justify the more video gamey aspects of it with the superpowers. So, as someone who's not that familiar with the games, uh-huh. how did this movie strike you?
1: I not only did not play, I, I have played the games, but like uh, I'd go to a friend's boyfriend's house and play for a minute, and everybody hated me because I'm a button masher. And that's it. I didn't watch any of the movies. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. There was a lot that I was like, what? Wh- why? Huh? Like, what? And I know this is a, a minor, not important at all. Why was that guy all like, isn't she beautiful? About that one like flying chick that we saw twice. Uh, it was that whole thing was weird. I didn't understand that. Um, and yeah, there was all, there was just stuff that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, and there were things I know that Randy got hung up on. Differences with technology versus magic, but again, I didn't really know there was a difference, so it, it didn't bug me that much. It was it was okay. It was I would say it's not a good movie, but it's going into it. I knew it was supposed to be an action movie based on a video game, so I really wasn't expecting a whole lot.
0: Right. Yeah, and my whole thing with the technology. Okay, so because I didn't mind. The Arcana or whatever they called it. Basically, they turned. People, if you're chosen, like that whole thing is not a video game construct. The whole like right. mark. Oh, really? Uh, that, you know, that's not in the games. That is only set up to explain why some people can shoot fireballs, which seems when, when you're going to just randomly introduce characters and not like tell the audience anything about them, mm-hmm. it seems like an arbitrarily weird point to be like, yeah, but we have to explain why he can shoot fireballs.
1: They do, though, because if it's just um, these are the chosen people, but there are humans that can shoot fireballs for no reason because he's a human. We're fighting on the for the human realm, and he can shoot fireballs. If you're not explaining that to me, then I'm like, okay, so why is this guy able to shoot fireballs? Why is he magic? Then why is he here? You know. Okay, well, yeah, I guess. I agree. I, 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 that makes sense to me.
0: No, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know. It just seems, it seems like such a, we have to throw this in there to sell the movie to the studio. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but most of the people, Liu Kang aside, Kung Lao aside... Most of the people, the humans that, like, the plot revolves around them getting powers in the games don't necessarily have superpowers. Kano doesn't have a laser eye. He has a metal, like, plate with a fake eye that can sh- shoot a laser ball beam because it's technology. Right. Uh Jax doesn't get metal arms and then uses magic to grow bigger metal arms. He just gets metal bionic arms. Like, Sonya doesn't suddenly get ring powers. She has wrist things that she can use to shoot ring plasma things. Mm -hmm. It's just weird to like, I, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't, it didn't kill it for me, but it was so strange to be like, we have to explain this through magic, including the stuff that could have been easily explained through technology. Like if, if you, if you're hung up on like the fireball thing, then why ditch the technology side Mm-hmm. altogether that seems like such a e- much easier way to explain it and part of me is like well maybe part of the selling point is like well superheroes we're just going to make them super powered so like it's like a superhero movie now so can right. we make you, this movie if you go what with else? Arcana
2: you can explain everyone
0: mm-hmm. and it's just with weird that they have swoop. Swoop. to it's yeah. weird that they have to though like you don't
2: right. have to do that with everybody
1: I, I, right. whatever well But if you get, say you're, say you're, uh, uh, you know, one of the birthmark selected um, and you don't get a power, then you're like, what, I got to go cut off my arm or gouge out my eyeball so that I can get a superpower? You know, I mean, just trying to be nice to everybody. But then again, those, those three were the ones that only got their mark for murdering other people. So maybe that's okay. Like if you murder somebody, if you murder somebody, then you have to sacrifice a limb if you want a superpower. Okay,
2: Jax's bewilders me though. Like, even he had his mark before Sonya. My my issues with Sonya, like he had his mark before Sonya did. Like we took the only bad A hero heroine character, and we who's who's legit in charge. She's in charge yeah but she doesn't have the mark mm-hmm. <laughs> there Go was on. a certain point which it's the like nobody
0: picked me at recess she's theme. gotta
2: earn it, it no one's like, gonna hand it to the girl character.
0: Oh, what's, what's she doing here she doesn't have the mark and she's like oh and no. charlie brown music plays and i looked at melanie i was like it's because she's a woman right because like it seems so weird it was like I, such a weird decision
1: but I kind of love that aspect of it a little bit too because okay. it did kind of point out that like she like that, you know, earlier in the game in the in the game, in the show, she could have killed um what what's his butt, Australian guy. Um Kato. but she didn't. Mm-hmm. And she is fighting against these people, and not only is she like doing okay, sometimes she's actually hurting them or killing them. So it's not necessarily like the mark makes you a great warrior. She is a great warrior, possibly a better warrior than any of them. But again, they, yeah, they're being, you know, exclusive. She doesn't have the mark. She can't do it, even though she can fight better than any of these new people we brought in. She does. She can't shoot, you know, laser beams out of her wrist. So she's not part of it.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to call Paul out for being contrarian and just trying to get my dander up in the comments. But, uh, No, I don't have beef because it's different than the source material. I think I'm fine with that because some of the stuff I really liked about this is that it approached it differently than other things. I like that we that Liu Kang is not our main character. In fact, it kind of feels like even though he's more of a presence than Kung Lao, Liu Kang is like Kung Lao's side piece. He's like just a tag along (laughs) with Kung Lao. He's (laughs) Kung Lao's like fanboy orphan puppy friend cousin whatever they are uh and right. that's so weird at the same time i'm not wild about the casting i think that guy's a little too pretty he felt like a kung la uh, like a Liu kang uh cosplayer or something just didn't have the face for it for me i don't know why but it's weird to like s- sideline lu kang so hard in a mortal kombat right. thing. he's a coach
2: um, <laughs> let's get him ready right. coach
0: i also did appreciate the change in that uh, they kind of end up making them a rivalry, which is fun. But this, uh, elements of what they did change felt like intentional trolling. But Sonya and Kano in the game, like, Kano's the reason Sonya's even there. Because he's a wanted criminal mercenary that she is tracking. She's not tracking the Mortal Kombat tournament. She's tracking Kano. Right. And they're they're like the arch enemies. And I like that instead of that, they're just like she's got him, but it's for this reason. And he's kind of a bad dude, but also like, they're also kind of going to be, uh, they're going to team up now. And like, we right. go they're kind with, of frenemies at first. Yeah. We Sonya uh, Cole aside, the non game character, uh, or I guess the viewer surrogate, since he doesn't really know what's going on. It is the, the doctor's companion. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's there to ask questions. Kano and Sonya are, are, Team like the, that's who we travel to the tournament with or to the where the tournament is supposed to the tournament never actually happens guys spoilers. but yeah, it does. They're just gonna but talk it about it.
2: We're gonna talk about it, we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna do it.
0: but i I loved teaming those two up. and Cole was there too. And that's mm-hmm. kind of cold through the movie though. Uh, so I like that change. They do then turn on its head later. They're like, okay, well, we gotta have them fight though, right? And then the way in which that plays out, Jesse, did you love it, or did you hate it? <laughs> it, was I,
2: both. I, it was both because my favorite character in this whole thing is Kano because Kano has the best digs. He's got the best like everything. and then uh, and then the end that he comes to. Oh, i I was I was team Kano for his uh, <laughs> but until he died, the, like he was like, what those gnomes, the creepy. <laughs> I, I thought
0: of you when that happened too. Yeah, it, it's so funny because Melanie even said something like, Oh, is she gotta break his neck with the, her legs, because that what she does right. like, in the original movie. And they had him fight. So I was like, oh maybe. I mean maybe a little bit homage to the original movie. And instead they just that it's not a reference to a game, as the game as far as I know, it but it is the most random kill.
2: It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so weird. So I feel like that's. Almost a little I feel bit it highly. is. It is validating. I'm like I've been telling you guys for years how dangerous gnomes are. <laughs> been right. telling you for years. Uh, probably my one of my favorite moments of the whole thing. Like, like the fact that it's referential to the game is the the meta stuff is so funny. Like, like when they're training, when they're training Kato, and he just does the circle sweep, like over and over and over. And I was, I was like, "That's good. See, that's good." Whoever thought of that was a genius. See, and okay, this
0: is and this is again, this is why I'm very curious as to how it comes across to people who aren't fans. They'll randomly just say like fatality or uh, you know, which the original movie did too, but they'll just say these things. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Right, and it's like, that's so stupid, but it's Fun. it's right. fun and it works just because it's so stupid and fun and I think that's the thing it's like yeah no the movie's dumb and that's why I say it's not necessarily good the plot is what but it's it's a lot of fun um, Paul says buzzsaw kill was amazing yeah we got a straight up game accurate uh, Kung Lao fatality and that was pretty amazing
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, I lost what I was going to say who else has got something about this
2: uh Okay, so one of my main criticisms is that cold open. And I love that cold open. The whole Sub-Zero Scorpion thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like it should be a different movie, almost. Mm -hmm. Like, that whole thing should just be... Other than the fact that it is the only thing that ties the new guy into the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, You could have made the whole Scorpion Sub-Zero thing its own thing. Like, it could have been Mortal Kombat... Scorpion or, you know, they
0: know, I, I almost feel like that. And so last week, I think it was, or the week before, was it last week? Oh, that kind of sucks if that didn't go up on the podcast feed, but I talked about the mortal Kombat legends, scorpions, revenge, or whatever it was right. uh, animated thing that they came out with last year. Elements of that feel like they're like, let's make this. We'll show this to the studio and be like, here is what mortal Kombat could be because it opens it's it plays out, you know, it's, it's a little bit different and we actually get to follow scorpions spawn journey more, but it opens the same way it Mm -hmm. follows scorpion and the massacre and all that. Excuse me. And, um, he's kind of scorpion is more of a main character in that. Um, but again, and it was kind of a criticism I had of like that plot kind of gets dropped or is so totally sidelined in that. Whereas in this it's there but Scorpion spoilers is otherwise non-existent till the end. I mean, the fact that he existed and his lineage and all that is uh, ties into the plot. But yeah, it's, it's another thing of like, I feel like they didn't know how to, they're like, yeah, but he's dead. So -hmm. what do we do with him? And it's like, well, he can come back through his ancestors blood on this knife or something. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't need that though. The, right. the game doesn't need that. You don't need that. Right. I mean, sub Zero's still alive. It's the same guy from hundreds of years prior. You don't need this weird extraneous, like, extra thing to bring Scorpion back to. But it's fine. You know, it, it, if that was the case, then they could have. Yeah, just give us a whole Scorpion Sub-Zero movie.
1: It, maybe, right. his, maybe Sub-Zero's cold preserves him. And that's why he <laughs> right. lives for
2: so long. <laughs> He's his own cryogenics.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like this rear version of outworld also is very weird um it's we didn't get much this, of it at all it's all we see is desert and to be fair when we're on earth after a certain point all we see is desert mm-hmm. it felt like the it felt like a big budget cheap movie or a cheap big budget movie like it looked the effects were great the costumes mm-hmm. looked pretty decent mm-hmm we're in like three settings, the whole movie almost mm-hmm. until it decides to just literally zap from fight to
2: fight. And I well, think one of the locations, is... so you can spend money on effects. Yeah. Right. Right. a trailer so, park is actually one of your locations. Yeah. You know, you're saving money.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I feel like it is definitely a modestly budget budgeted movie. Maybe I, I can't say for sure. Paul agrees. They skimped on. Uh, locations. Oh, also, he thought Cole was going to become Scorpion. Th- Me too, and I was actually kind of worried about a that. Second, yeah. I, I I'm glad they didn't do that.
1: I thought the way they went about his his whole thing though was weird. Like, you know, he kept having. Uh, I guess they're not flashbacks because it's not him, but you know, seeing the um what, shovel or whatever that thing is. Yeah, the um, trowel. The trowel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. the Scorpion spear is a trowel. Yeah, uh, you know, with the little rope on it, and then the rope becomes the layers of his suit or something. I don't know. That whole thing was weird, and I think kind of unnecessary. But whatever. yeah, any
0: anytime you have to like tie in elements to the plot through characters having a dream, reoccurring dream, or a dream, mm-hmm. Justice League, Batman v Superman, it's lazy. Yeah, it, it feels lazy to me.
2: Um, what about um? Okay so like we get him as as the he's our tour guide into this movie game show. Mm-hmm. Uh is he a character that you want in the game now? Like do you want to play this no. guy that has Tonfas? His power okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His Tonfas and a and a, a rope armor
0: and it kind of sucks because the actor I guess is a great fighter. But his character is can't is not a good fighter, and he just gets his he just gets the crap kicked out of him throughout the movie. But then it turns out his power is getting the crap kicked out of him. He All basically right. gets like okay, so he has those, yeah, the weapons for some mm-hmm. reason. Sort of like tanfa, but like bladed tanfas, I guess. Mm. He, he basically gets the Black Panther Wakanda suit power where he gets <laughs> this like outfit and he can then take a beating and then use that power back at them or something. Uh If they were, yeah, he has the kinetic suit, like black Panther. Paul says if, if they were like, that is such a weird power then to like the idea of like taking that character and then putting him in in the the game. game? That's such a weird nebula. Like, I don't know, man,
2: I'd be a weird game mechanic. (laughs) The
0: the new mortal Kombat games are so technical because they're really geared towards like competitive fight, like competitive play. But even that I think is too weird and it wouldn't be a fun character for me to play. I don't think right. if that's his main thing, he can absorb power and redirect it back. I, I never liked the characters that had the thing where they could like shine for a moment and bounce the person's projectile back because my brain don't go that fast. So <laughs> it's not good for me. It's not useful
2: to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Melanie anything, also maybe... alluded
2: uh, to Nitara. And so it's like it's interesting that they pulled characters from like lesser known games. Like they reference Bo Raicho, who is a character that you don't it's even the, really like the worst character. Yeah, like yeah, so and, and I don't think he even exists until like Armageddon or something, right? It, it,
0: uh, it's pretty late. It's not. I don't know if it's that. I I feel like it's a PS2 game. I'm pretty sure it is the PS2 uh, D- Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Um,
1: what was oh, was Bull Cho in
0: that oh, too? He might have been in that too. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, yeah. though no, they pulled a couple characters. Yeah, from the PS2 era of Mortal Kombat games, which weren't terrible, but also like looking back, why, R- R- why R- Rico
2: or Ra- Rico or whatever? Even if he in the
0: game could be an okay character, although, as you know, in my opinion, totally forgettable. Because I was like, oh yeah. yeah, that. Wait, who? Wait, what? In the movie, they made him even more forgettable because he just comes across as this like big dumb guy with hammer. Right. Why do you have to have that character? Um, Paul says Goro was on point though. I think okay. I've heard people complain. They're like, well, Goro was totally mishandled. They they have him in a you fight in a dark scene. Blah blah blah. I kind of love that they took Goro. The Goro fight happens in a like contemporary farmhouse setting it's like wait right. what that's such a weird juxtaposition i kind of but they made him like a
2: monster which is cool you
0: know right mm-hmm. and he looked cg but it wasn't bad and right. it but it the i mean it looked i mean in in 2020 or 2021 that's the only way they're going to do a goro they're not going to do an animatronic again but he looked better than the animatronic did because the p- proportions in that goro suit from back in the old in the 95 mortal Kombat was awkward um, yeah goro I thought it was cool and pretty grotesque when they killed him
1: mm-hmm.
0: speaking of what do you guys think of the violence
2: I mean yeah that it was violent it was yeah I mean it's, it's Mortal combat so you know you're gonna get some blood you know like it was like oh and they they show you that right off the bat with with the cold open just how much of the blood and violence you're gonna get so
0: I kind of feel like they did it in the best possible way because it's there's it's honestly not all that much it, there is like there is a lot there is gore and violence but it's it's always kind of over the top like yeah we get the crazy uh ground hat fatality from kung lao but like that in itself is so kind of cartoony and over the top that when it happens you're like oh whoa sure and but it's kind of comes across as cartoony as opposed to like cruel you know Mm -hmm. And the same thing with Goro, like if you think about it, like how Goro gets done is really grotesque, like guts spilling out, but there is that disconnect because he still looks pretty CG the whole time. So it all still looks CG. Most of the blood is also clearly CG blood. So it's not, I didn't find it disturbing. I don't think it comes across as disturbing. It just kind of comes across as like a little like cartoony violence, Mm -hmm. which for mainstream mortal Kombat movie seems like the best way to go with it.
1: Right. And they, I, the people who were people, it seems like didn't have as bloody and disgusting of deaths. Um, when I'm sure that was intentional.
0: Right. I mean, like the opening scene, I think has the most like kind of brutal violence that you Mm -hmm. mentioned though, the scorpion, uh, the first scorpion fight. Um, and even that is quick and it's feels like a traditional like maybe samurai movie so it's it's Mm -hmm. it's fine it comes across a little bit differently than the like cg guts spilling out from a four-armed creature Mm -hmm. um but it's still not like super disturbing i think the most kind of not not off-putting but like whoa one was in the opening scene where i don't know he spears one of the guys and then like pulls him to the ground and it's just the fact that the guy's head like Sticks at a certain angle and just stays that way after he hits the ground. It is, it's like that's a little grotesque. Yeah, mm-hmm. about it.
1: I, I was gonna, you, you remind me though, even in, yeah, in that opening scene or you know, that sequence or whatever, um, the sub zero guy takes the, I don't know if he just uses a trowel, whatever, but he stabs the scorpion guy and he like drags the thing up his abdomen oh, that totally wow. could have been like a gut spilling out moment and they didn't do that instead he lived for like another freaking 15 minutes I'm exaggerating but still um, he, he, he he lived way longer you. than he should have it, it was a little
0: yeah yeah I, I forgot about that that was a little kind of hardcore but the fact that he didn't die right away it was like eh but he lived long enough to kind of make his death more tragic because then he lived long enough to hear that his baby was still alive and that no one was around to take care of a baby and right, then he died yeah. not knowing that you know raiden was going to come in and
2: plot away the baby but mm-hmm. this feels like a good time to to s- just point at, uh throw in axton's two cents because axton uh watched this movie too and mm-hmm. uh was messaging me on the side and his his main beef his main beef was sub-zero because sub-zero has forever been Axton's like favorite character, and so first of all, he hated that uh, Sub Zero was so blatantly the bad guy because he was like, for thirty years, I've operated under the assumption that Sub Zero was kind of a good guy, and that uh, that Scorpion was more the bad guy. Um, so that that was like jarring for him. And then the other thing was that he hated Sub Zero's suit was like sub zero suit looks like garbage. And I don't know, <laughs> I, it didn't bother me as much. Uh, I did note that Scorpion's suit was awesome. That's what I did note, right? I feel like Sub-Zero's suit was overdone.
0: It was it was overdesigned and there was too much because and he, I I feel like you don't really realize how much just padding in general like just crap his suit consists of until towards the in the last final in the final fight he takes it off, and is in the like more like kind of a skin tight, a little bit more ninja-ish looking thing, and it's like, whoa! Like he's so much smaller without that bulky suit on. Oh yeah, that suit couldn't
2: have been fun to move around in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I didn't, I didn't hate the way that they went with Sub Zero because, like, you can play it fast and loose with that a little bit. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, th-
2: <sighs> sorry. Go ahead.
1: I just wanted to add. I didn't know. Really, honestly, I didn't know any of them were good guys or bad guys from the game. I just thought they were characters you could play, um, and so I didn't know Kano was supposed to be a bad guy. Uh, right. The whole time, I was like, "Well, I mean, he's kind of a you know a bad word, but it's a fun bad word, so I would have him on my team. Sure, why not?" Um, and then, yeah, and then the Switcheroo.
0: Yeah, the Switcheroo is not a surprise. Like Kano was, I mean, he, he was an Earth Realm warrior, but he's a bad dude in earth on earth anyway. Like he's, he was always a mercenary and not like a a friendly one, I guess he was always a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But the switcheroo also is not surprising because it seems like, you know, eventually in the game, they, even if they're earthlings, they hop to the other side. If they're a little bit mustache twirling, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. let's talk about Kano real quick because uh, I watched a review earlier that I'm, I feel like Paul would have lots of beef with because the guy just railed against the movie. And I don't agree with all of his, he wasn't, the guy wasn't wrong in any of his points, but I don't, none of what he said, like, yeah, but that didn't ruin the movie for me. But he said the characters were thin and they, they are, but like, I mean, what are they going to do with some of those characters? Uh, right. They could have done better. And he's like, with the exception of Kano, which proves that they could, they can actually write a good character but Kano's the only decent character we get. And I would say, but I've heard the actor improved like all of his lines. Really? Oh. Which means they can't write a good
2: character. They
1: just oh, got no. to let that guy
2: ra- run with it. Although because a good Kano, director will do that. A good director. Right. Will do that. right. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, I, I the, there's not a lot you can do. I feel like Raiden comes across weird. Although Raiden's a weird character in general. Like if you follow right. the games, it's just a weird take he, on him. Yeah, and not
2: what I was expecting and I don't really care for him. Did they take that line? This is who I've this is what I got to work with. Was that a Christopher Lambert line? I felt like that was straight out of the first movie.
0: Oh, I don't know about that one, but there was there were a couple lines. There was at least another line re- involving him or maybe Luke Hang said it about defending uh, whatever that I'm pretty sure they pulled from the original movie. He, they might have pulled something for him. I can't remember what it was, though. Um, uh, Sonia was okay. I, you know, military characters, Melanie kind of pointed out, military characters are usually kind of cheesy in movies. Because mm-hmm. they are like, well, do the stereotypical military things. Have them say military stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's such a trope at this point that it comes across as cheesy. Overall, she was okay. Um Yeah, it's weird, Jesse. You had shared a meme with us about the (laughs) actor, the actor who played Kano, having to go to the hospital immediately after because he was for a back surgery because he was carrying the whole movie on his shoulders the whole time or something. He'd made his his character could have become so annoying so quick. That's what was
2: shocking. It was like this should have been a character that like just annoyed me because mm-hmm. everything I'd seen about it, it was like, Oh, he's gonna get old fast, but he didn't somehow We're like, mm-hmm. this is impressive.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. He worked for me. I thought he was good and they actually, you know, he did have character though. I think beyond just the, he, it was maybe easy character, but like the insecurity stuff with him beyond just the improv stuff. He, there was character to him. Paul says Malina Malina was weak. Melina was cool looking, I think, visually. I mean, they didn't go as monstrous with her as they could have, but I liked her look when she wasn't monster mouthing. Mm-hmm. Um
2: it was weird to I pull mean, her, but not Katana. But I don't know how they would have like tied katana in without getting really deep into the outworld stuff.
0: Maybe that's yeah, maybe they're waiting since Katana's like a more direct link to Shao Kahn. They did have her fans in the back of a scene which might have oh, been yeah. one of the first scenes with Melina in it mm-hmm. I know Melanie you were asking about Katana um, when we watched it
1: yeah it's because I'm a girl and the few times I played I'm like yeah I'll be fangirl I don't know her name but uh, that's who I played as most of the time
0: well and she's a major character she usually unfortunately she kind of gets in the in the not necessarily in the games but in the, like the first movie and the second movie she just gets like paired up with luke Kang. Mm-hmm. gets coupled up and i think that kind of repeats in other stuff that animated movie i think they might do that too um but she's at least like pretty pivotal to this a lot of the plot of yeah the outworld dealings mm-hmm. um Speaking about world, I know I mentioned it. It looked like a desert. I don't understand what it, how it works in this. Like they didn't establish it very well. At one point, like there's just they're walking through a desert up to like the statue of Goro. And I'm like, what are they doing though? Like where are they coming from? Do they not have cars or horse and buggy in this world? Like I don't understand what this world is. And thinking back to it now, it strikes me as like the alien or the whatever world other dimension or alien world in phantasm where you see it and it's just like these shrunk down people walking off into the desert. It's like, yeah, but what's out there? What is that world? What's their economy? <laughs> right. I don't understand anything about
2: this <laughs> What's <the> <laughs> economy? <laughs> but, uh, I mean, is it, Shang Tsung's after souls? Okay, but like... Do they just pay for everything in hair ties that Goro can use?
0: <laughs> and also, like, Shang Tsung looks okay, but when they're walking through to the desert in that scene, he was filthy. He had dirt all over him. I'm like, what, is, what was that? <laughs> why is he filthy is, is you just get naturally filthy every anytime you have to walk and you have to walk behind cabal
1: yeah
2: <laughs> right cabal interesting mention it made sense because of the, his tie to like ter- terrorism and mercenary mm-hmm. antics in the game but it again it was also like a, oh I wouldn't have, would have thought about that that tie but he he is kind of the tie in uh, Mortal Kombat two or three, so yeah, it's
0: it's weird, and I think it's okay to like you know. There's some obvious backstory. It's interesting that so Outworld just has people from Earthrealm that, are like, yeah, I'm gonna work in Outworld now. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird that he was there. Uh, his voice stuck out to me. He was voice acted. He's is the actor is credited as voice, so they had somebody else act it, and I can't remember who it is offhand. It's not somebody I'm super familiar with, but I liked it. It seemed a little out of place, but he was. Basically, I think they're like, well, he's related to Kano, right? Make him funny, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, you yeah. know, he has ties to Kano,
2: mm-hmm. so. Uh, so I like it's interesting because like they played they played with both, you know, like they're like, hey, we're gonna do a bunch of stuff that just isn't even in the game, like at all, but we're gonna make a lot of references to everything that's in the game. So like we're gonna have, sorry. We're gonna have our cake. We're gonna eat it too, and only some people will know they're eating cake. <laughs> right, right.
0: Yeah, it was. I, and there's some. I'm not an aficionado, and the especially the last couple games, I'm not good enough, so I haven't spent the money on the last couple Mortal Kombat games. But there are some somewhat deep cut references or Easter eggs that are kind of obvious if you know them, but if you don't, like. Right you wouldn't know him. Um, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Paul says, here's my overall two cents for a movie based on a video game that could have been, and traditionally has been incredibly cheesy. It was a good and entertaining outing. And I look forward to the next installment. I don't disagree. Mm -hmm. I feel uh... like Paul was trying to like, like, get, get like, uh, confrontation, get our salt up. But like, I don't disagree. Mm -mm. I don't, I still don't think it's a good movie but I enjoyed it and I'm down for more. Yeah. yeah. I would even
2: watch this again. This is right for a rewatch. Of, I think there was a lot of fun there.
0: I know it's arbitrary, like the movies that I'll be like, this is dumb and I don't like it versus this is dumb and I do like it. Right. But it's, it's kind of the Godzilla versus Kong thing yes, where it's like yes. they, they did certain things. And because of that, it's really not a good movie. And the plot is kind of a mess, um, but they, know what works and what doesn't work and they're like let's just cut the loose crap cut the crap that's only there out of obligation in this case although a lot of people i've heard a lot of complaints that it the movie me- this meanders a little bit and i guess it's around when they're trying to find their their arcana their power but at a certain point they're literally like hey raiden you can just send anyone anywhere right he's like yeah and they're like okay fight scene fight scene fight scene fight scene and it's just randomly like suddenly You and you, you're going to go over here and they're there. Jax is fighting, what's his name, in the pit location and doesn't send anybody down the pit. Right. It's, it's, it's,
2: and and for almost no reason, where it's like, that doesn't make like like, that pairing didn't make any sense. Why would, why? And,
1: And then, and then they have two of them. Fighting in the same place and randy's like why would they send two of them to the same place and i'm like because you can play two player <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. the reason
0: <laughs> yep yep right. no yeah because he's like you take jacks take that guy you take that guy you and you take on them and them and it's like what but why why gotta be well, less location they have to scout as well too or right. build yeah
2: yeah exactly
0: uh paul says for me an enjoyable movie is good
2: well that's a whole nother argument yeah, yeah. As, yeah, talking about film. <laughs> I want to drop an F. If you you can I enjoy like. a thing, you can enjoy a thing that is written poorly. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. we're talking about two different things: enjoyment versus quality.
0: Right. Not 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 a
2: well-crafted thing. As an mm. artist and an art teacher, I can appreciate my students having a good time in my art class and learning something along the way, and still maybe not doing the assignment correctly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Real quick, because we need to end this conversation.
1: Yep.
2: Cole. We don't need him. He you was, could he, have this movie without him, really. He uh-huh. was the, Just make somebody could. else the surrogate, you know?
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's it. He was the viewer surrogate. They, From what I understand, uh, Savannah says Elvira isn't written well, but I enjoy the crap out of it. From what Sign. I understand... And people jumped on this, and of course, apparently I didn't hear anything about it at the time, but the director or the writer, somebody's like, I don't, Johnny Cage, they didn't want the main character to be just a white American male. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is not necessarily traditionally how it goes with Mortal Kombat stuff, but I guess the point was like they didn't want, they wanted, I I feel like the cast itself, if you don't whitewash the cast like previous movies have, has a lot of diversity. That said, like, yeah, but what's the assumption that you have to make Johnny Cage the main character? Johnny Cage should never be the main character. He's not that good of a character. Mm -hmm. And, like, apparently he was like, there's just too much to, Johnny Cage is too complex of a character to fit into this movie, blah, blah, blah. And they teased, (laughs) you notice this movie teased Johnny Cage for the next one. But it's like, Mm -hmm. he's a washed up actor. That's his character.
2: I'm fine that he's not in there. (laughs) I saw saw a comedy skit where they were like, you can't be in this you can't be in the new movie. And he's like, why He's like, it's the dick punching.
0: I I see that one too. Like a lawyer. It's like, it's sexual harassment or sexual assault. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's that said, I want the mitts or the Miz as Johnny Cage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. Okay. Well, if they're going to do the cold thing, he, he's kind of bland his acting mm-hmm. wasn't terrible but he's just very like flat line mm-hmm. and he's just, for his family who who i didn't even realize was like his family family until part way through yeah uh, but savannah says ugh i hate them is i don't know who that is it would be he
2: would be great for, for johnny cage i'll i'll give him that because he's got that arrogant thing
0: ultimate ultimate no he's too old even if I was like aging Johnny Cage, <laughs> you get, you get Va- you get Van Dam.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't think
0: he would ever do it because yeah. like he sued Mortal Kombat at one point. Cause he's like, that's me. They're like, no. Yeah.
2: what?" Well, it totally you. was though. You know? like, it wasn't you. him, but it was like, mm.
0: yeah, I mean, we wanted this to be you. And then you're like, no. And then we're like, okay, well, it's not, you now,
2: <laughs> right. It's totally not you. <sighs> my, my pro I'll just reiterate my problem with Cole. Make him a character you actually want to play in the game. I think I think mm-hmm. it's a clever idea to add somebody new, and this is a perfect opportunity to build a new character for your next game or your next DLC for Mortal Kombat 11. But make him someone you want to play. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. play this Cole character. Even no, based on he's... this movie, I want to play just about every other character.
1: You, if- you know what, what they could have done, I think, to make it... Uh, Maybe a little bit better, you know, uh, how he somehow magically conjures his weapons out of nowhere after that guy punches him a bunch. Maybe if he could do that, like every time, like he could conjure some new awesome weapon. That might be interesting. That might be fun. Um, but other than that, yeah, he seems he seems kind of bland and boring. And might I, might I add, I don't know if it's not necessarily whitewashing. If you take a character that's not white and make them as white as possible before you put them in a movie. By the way,
0: yeah, I mean, well, he's no, he's just very American. It will,
1: well, okay, fine.
0: Which is it white also, bread American? He's. It's also very interesting. Like, so, what did where did Raiden drop that kid off? That he that his <laughs> right, descendant right. ended up just some like random orphan in America <laughs> uh, who wants to fight for like two hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh. Oh, the only other a criticism: there was some weird editing. The fights, the fights were okay. I didn't mind the fights. They did some cool stuff with like the the powers, right? But uh, man, if you're gonna focus primarily on the fights, which it should, you know, I I, I I'm fine with the plot being a little like uh, fight. I wish the fights were a little bit better, but like there were a couple fights where there were some edits that were like the pacing was weird. I, I swear, there's. I feel like there was something cut a couple times, or something. There was just a couple edits that felt awkward and unnatural. I'm like, that's a, that's a weird edit. That's a weird cut. I don't like it. I can't remember what it was. Maybe I don't remember who was fighting, but there was something. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find like if there was any information about like changes Recuts, they had to reshoot. do. Or, oh, they,
2: right. they said almost no reshoots on this though, right? They were bragging about it.
0: Mm, I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I. I was trying to find something, but like right now there's no information about it. The only thing I could find was behind the scene featurettes, which I alluded to earlier about, right. You know, that really they're, you're not going to find any dirt in those because they're to promote the movie. Mm -hmm. So, um, Oh, I'm thinking of new mutants. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and James Gunn was talking about that with suicide squad or suicide squad. Okay. mm -hmm. Where there, they, there were no reshoots, nothing, Mm -hmm. which is rare.
1: Well they they yeah because like the first suicide squad was like all reshoots so <laughs> Yeah re- <laughs> got even the score right
2: <laughs> You made a great trailer. Rewrite this thing for us.
0: So I did not put my rating, my star rating on Letterbox because uh Paul has commented a couple times that it spoils my opinion. Although does it doesn't really because I like this movie and this is going to get at least a th- it probably get a 3 maybe. I don't know. I still got lots of crap to talk on it. So like, I don't feel like my ratings really are that indicative of how my reviews come across. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't put my rating on there. What would, I don't know. Where would it sit for you guys? Is this, is this three, three and a half, two, one, five. (laughs) What are the other numbers that are possibilities?
2: (laughs) (laughs) All Right. Mortal Kombat kind of just sits in a sweet spot, you know, for me where it's like, I love the game. I love the mythos. I've, I've played a ridiculous am- amount. I'm mean, like, I own most of those PS2 era games, you know? Uh, so I actually knew some of these characters that I would have, uh, uh, that that a lot of people wouldn't like Reiko. Like I actually knew who that was. Like, I, I don't know why he's in this movie, but I know who he is. So I would give it a higher rating because of that. And I would also rewatch it because of all of that. So yeah, I'm going to sit in the middle ish. I mean, it'll probably get a better score than it deserves for that, for nostalgia alone. So, yeah, somewhere around three, 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 three and a half, somewhere in there. Uh, Three and a half sounds too too good. I I would stick with three.
1: I'll probably go two and a half, maybe three, but probably two and a half if I actually was going to, which I won't, but yeah.
2: It made me legit laugh out loud a couple times, and that that alone gives it a couple matches. Mm-hmm. Because most comedies don't even do that. Right. <laughs> like, you're supposed to be trying to make me laugh, and you're not funny. This actually made me laugh.
0: It's so sloppy with its exposition, but again, it's the thing where it's like, that's not handling it well. Objectively, that's handling it poorly, but also like, yeah, it's fine. I'm good with it. Just spit it out. I'd rather them mm-hmm. do it poorly and just spit it out than like drag it. Right, away. yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, After the, like, Scorpion, or the opening, uh, the Sub-Zero Scorpion conflict setup, we get text exposition, and then we get Sonya exposition in the scene where they go to the, whatever, they go to Sonya's house, Mm -hmm. and, like, she just drops a whole bunch of crap, and it just spits it all out. Just like, here's this, here's this, here's this. Nobody questions it. Cole's not like, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. Just like, oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is a world I live in. I, anytime anytime you go in a room where there's a bunch of pictures up on the wall and newspaper oh, yeah. clippings and stuff the board yeah anytime you go into a movie where they have that and there isn't at least some skepticism then that's a good indication that this is not the best story <laughs> that this movie could have come up with but right. I mean yeah it, it's in so many things and you just accept it because it move the movie along you know you can only have it be so long right
0: Yeah, which is fine because it's also like, yeah, that's not, it's an indication that the story's not good or like you can't think of a good way to present it.
2: Mm -hmm. But it's also. Within the constraints that they had. It's Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: it's also not a bad thing because it's like we don't need to know the whole thing again. We know Mortal Kombat. And if you don't know Mortal Kombat, it's like it doesn't matter. Crazy stuff. uh, Just we need one or two lines of dialogue to set up the tournament. Now fight.
2: I don't need you to kill Uncle Ben again for me.
0: Yes. We don't need to see Martha's pearls in slow motion. Okay. Like we Mm -hmm. know the story. Right. Don't drag it out. And so that's, it's again, it's, it made me laugh at how they were just exposition, but also like, I wasn't complaining really.
2: I I think, well, the only thing is like that whole non-tournament thing though. Like, it's like, then why did you waste so much time on exposition for that? Mm Mm-hmm. Just be like, there's supposed to be a tournament, and just leave it at that. And then, and then we get Shang Tsung subverting that rule the whole time. Mm -hmm. And that would have been maybe more palatable, I suppose, than, than like, hey, we're going to have this tournament. Maybe we got to get you ready for this tournament. I, oh, go ahead.
1: I don't know why they bother with the tournament. They should just play it Highlander style, where they're like, everybody go, and if you chop off their head, you get their powers. Woo! You know? That would and have
2: whoever's been, that... left at the end has the like supreme Shang Tsung, Tsung power. Well, well, again, they yeah. were alluding to the game. It's like they couldn't decide if they wanted this to be about the game or not.
0: Mm-hmm. I had read, I was a little concerned. One of the, I had read something before watching it and I stopped reading it, but there was a review, one of the earlier reviews popped up. The headline was negative enough. I was like, oh, oh I'm going to read just a little bit, see what it's about. And it was basically like, they did like the one thing they were supposed to, or they they didn't even do the one thing they were supposed to do based on the game and the whole game is about the tournament. They didn't they don't even get to the tournament and I was like, oh, that's a little worrying, but like if they'd have changed the dialogue, they wouldn't even have to reshoot anything and they got to the tournament. There's still random fights in random locations. It actually right. comes across as more tournament like than what we've seen in the original Mortal Kombat. Yeah, kind of. I guess there were some like Shang Tsung's gonna sit there and watch some people fight in the sand, but like it still could have worked fine. Mm-hmm. But, like what's presented there, still, it's still, that's more Mortal Kombat than most things. It's here's a fight, here's a fight, you know? So right. I'm fine with that. It is weird though. It's a weird decision to make the plot about not having the fight, the tournament, but.
1: But if the tournaments are boring. I mean, no offense to people who love tournaments, but it is a lot of people sitting around and waiting for their turn. That's a lot of what a tournament is, you know? Right. Well, I, I feel like,
0: I don't know. It, again, I, I think it's something that probably, it's a decision that was probably made when they're like, we need to set up these powers. So instead of dedicating like the time that would be like the in between tournament stuff or whatever to the character stuff they're like well we need them to be training and it doesn't make sense if they're still training as the tournament's happening i feel like i'm just you know whatever if they they are gonna
2: go with a trilogy here then it does make sense that this is the beginning and then we'll see a tournament in the next movie because now they don't have to set up how these powers work or the universe that we're in. True, they can just be true. like, "Hey, remember the tournament we were supposed to have? Well, we still have to have it." Because mm-hmm. it never happened.
1: And you know, they talk about being understaffed or whatever, I don't know how you want to put it. But why can't they just, you know, do some bad guy stuff and buy their heroes cuz apparently that's that's allowed. So, you know,
0: yeah, does did the outworld people they didn't they didn't have this term, mark right they didn't have to do any of that right yeah as far as I, like it's Sonya Earthrealm. didn't sonia kill at least one of the outworld people and like she didn't suddenly get up her power from that she had to fight one of the other earthlings
1: mm-hmm.
2: so i don't know that's pretty weird man earth realm is just playing with a handicap from the word go right yeah right <laughs> No wonder they lost the last nine. Did they even get
0: into that? Did they get into the specifics?
2: No, no. because no, that, they really I, did. They were just I, like, no, they're good. but they and they're gone. <laughs> this that's is what we
0: got left. That is maybe one of the sillier things from the the game is just like you have to win ten Mortal Kombat's in order to like get the right to. Oh yeah. invade It's not even really a
2: bracket. Like it's like Mortal Kombat doesn't know how brackets work. You to mm-hmm. win. You can't fill out a March Madness on this thing. It's it's it seemed like such a weird, random, arbitrary. You have
0: to win ten. Outworld has to win ten Mortal Kombat's, and then they can invade Earthrealm. They've won the last nine. It's like why? Mm-hmm. Why can't it just be like randomly, occasionally? They're like, okay, Mortal Kombat tournament. If we win, we take over. That makes yeah. more sense than
2: like you have to win ten. I guess <laughs> yeah. whatever. Ten you row, you're doomed. <laughs> you, you know I guess it's whatever like we have to win everyone now from now on
1: mm-hmm. Maybe That's all we need Raiden's, is one more
0: win Raiden becomes such a like jackball character because like that's the kind of <laughs> rules that the elder gods come up with no wonder Raiden's
2: such a weirdo yeah no <laughs> wonder he turns into Christopher Lambert <laughs> right. I would turn into Christopher Lambert too I, I mean, mean the Cage Raiden, up in here
0: Raiden seems pretty cool in the early games but like the, as the games go on He's a problem. Raiden becomes a problem. Christopher Lambert is the coolest incarnation of Raiden. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. <laughs> He's kind of a jerk later on. Yeah. Um. Wow.
2: Fish yeah. Animal. We didn't. Ha- we didn't even have news. <laughs> nope. All right. Uh. Hey, Melanie.
1: Uh. Uh-huh.
0: Anything we should be amazed about?
1: Ye- sure. Okay, so graphene is amazing. Uh, probably talked about it before. It's a single molecule thick. Uh,
0: like fabric type thing?
1: Um, that's not fabric. It's like a metal. Um, it's carbon. Um, but And it's been doing lots of amazing things. They've just discovery after discovery with it. And so there's another one. Um, and it's, let's see fluctuation induced current from freestanding graphene. So basically what they do is they take, um, diodes and they put them on opposite ends of graphene. And it turns out that if you have it at room temperature, um, because that's a part of what, like the big thing about graphene is it's pretty much a superconductor. Um, and a superconductor would be something that has, uh, no resistance against the flow of E of electrons. Um, but more specifically at a room temperature. So electrons flow in this at a room temperature, and it's enough that it can create an electrical current with nothing, uh, which they didn't think was possible. They thought it was impossible, but they've measured it. And no, yeah, there is a flow of electrons that they can harness with doing nothing. And if you – the weird thing, though – well, I mean, that's weird anyway because it shouldn't be possible. But if you add um, an electrical charge to it, then the output – is way higher um, than what the little bit that you put in because of its weird structure. So basically, they they think they can create energy from nothing fit for with this material. Not right now, but they will be able to in the future. Um, and they're super excited about it, mostly for small stuff like like um, you know uh, phones or GPSs and stuff like that. If they build it with layers of this inside, then it won't ever need a battery. It will just always. It will create its own charge and always be charged. So they're super excited for it. And I'm super excited for it. I don't think it's anything that we're going to see soon, but probably maybe in our lifetimes, at least. Uh, But, yeah, it's 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 fascinating. It kind of breaks the laws of science. There's actually a a reason that it doesn't. They give, but it's very sciencey and I don't want to get into it. Um, But it should be impossible, but it's not. And it's super fascinating. Be amazed.
2: Right. Sweet.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it's a one atom thick layer of carbon atoms arranged in a hexagonal lattice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the building block of graphite. Yes, that's correct. Yeah,
2: interesting. AKA that thing that was around uh, Wanda's. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it can Westview ge- or whatever. generate
0: its own electricity and conjure
2: y- your desires. A '60s yes. style uh, flashback type t- sitcom series
1: mm.
0: right
2: right
1: what
0: what time period of tv would you go back to if you had to live in a sitcom
2: oh, i don't know i'd either uh, i'd either go like back to um i'm like comfortable with which would be like the 80s 90s or go way the heck back when everything just seems like it's like mayberry it's <laughs> you're like fine it's like too fine yeah yeah, things like A little too good.
0: I was, yeah, I was gonna say, like, I like uh, the like Malcolm in the oh, okay, Savannah the monsters. That totally makes sense. Oh, we never even talked about it. Savannah, maybe I mentioned it last week. Actually, I'm not gonna mention it again. Uh, Savannah loves the monsters, though. I was, I was like, well, you know, Malcolm in the middle is pretty cool, but the problem with like that time period of sitcoms is they had to deal with real stuff still. Like, mm-hmm. if you even if you just go back to Full House. You know the real yeah, stuff consisted real. of maybe like
2: jimmy's smoking at school <laughs> yeah, yeah like that's dj fine. has a real concern she doesn't feel good about herself
0: <laughs> right mm-hmm. that's fine you get to malcolm in the middle it's like the parents are like i got bills we got medical bills we're going bankrupt it's like oh god it's just the world yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. I, don't, I don't yeah i think going back further is a good idea <sighs> the monsters would be pretty cool too maybe something cartoony a little slightly cartoony to where not quite the real world. You don't really yeah. have to. People get hurt, but they don't really get hurt. I like that. Right? That'd be cool. They just
1: fall in a well and then a dog finds them. <laughs>
0: Lassie. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. You spend a lot of time in wells, but... I mean, yeah, and,
2: and the dogs are smarter too. Yeah, that's Man. great. <laughs> dogs are saving people. I love that. Let's do yeah.
1: it. I dogs, sh- d- dolphins, horses, it's all... I need to shift myself
0: so you can see the Grawlix logo better behind me during these things.
1: Uh-oh. Paul says he wants to hang out with Urkel. So okay. I, it means he wants to be chiefing and fighting, huh?
0: <laughs> we don't. It's okay. We're going long. We don't. Uh, so we can end it at any time. But there was. did Jesse, have you seen that uh, they ran it during like the Jake Paul fight or something? But uh, or is it Logan Paul? The whatever Paul that fights. The commercial with Urkel and Snoop Dogg, kind of oh. extended commercial,
2: but it's talking about his,
0: the purple Urkel is part yeah, of it, yeah,
2: yeah, but yeah.
0: like the bigger thing is apparently the guy I can remember his name, Urkel, Carl uh, Winslow and,
2: and Urkel or
1: Urkel. Yeah. Urkel's real name though.
2: Carl. Oh, Winslow. oh. <laughs> Got my no. oh uh, no, not, not the TV family. Okay. No, 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 no. It's uh, the, well, the commercial, a little white or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, the commercial though is like he calls in Snoop Dogg for a meeting, and but he's uh, so Snoop Dogg's there, but like he's in the Urkel character, like Urkel is doing the Urkel character.
2: Which oh is real wow! Weird to see.
0: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. real weird to see. Yeah, I didn't think he would ever do it again. Uh, well, he did it so that he could one sell weed.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and two sell fight clubs. So the big thing though, the big thing outside of this, the purple Urkel weed strain weed line that he's selling is, uh, he also owns, I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically like a social media network Mm -hmm. or founded it or something.
1: It's like Uh Triller or something.
0: Yeah. Like Triller. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it seems like they're kind of shifting over towards like live events or live streamed events. And they put on these like uh, Logan Paul or Jake Paul fight, whatever the fights, oh, Okay, uh, the boxers with not boxers and the service he was pitching at the beginning of the video is like, send them your videos of your street fights. They will live stream them and give you <laughs> no. a percentage.
2: Oh, and live stream like, your, your assault and battery. It, yes. Guess. Is it assault and battery? If, I don't know if it's unsanctioned They're They're asking people to have unsanctioned fights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The sporting commission is going to have a little bit of something to say about that.
1: Yeah. As as soon as I, we, we watched that. I was freaking out and I'm like, are they like, we'll pay you for your bum fights. Are they crazy? They can't do that. (laughs) That's so illegal. And at
0: first, like, yeah, Melanie said that. And I was like, wait, that wasn't what it was, was it? And I watched it back. No. Yeah. That's totally send me videos of your street fights. (laughs) And we'll give you a cut when we stream them on our network. It's like, what?
2: What? (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Weird. You'd have to almost give both parties a cut. Like, you'd have to track down the... Mm -hmm. Like, if you're going to pay these people for their amateur footage, like, you can't pay one party and not the other, can you?
0: I mean, if it's just videos of street fights, like, you're not even going to pay the fighters. You're going to pay... Right.
2: Oh, the videographer. Is it like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess the cell phone World star hip hop or whatever,
1: <laughs> you know? So Savannah, you want to get rich, go get a couple extra boyfriends and then introduce them to each other. Uh Take video. Bam. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. Uh,
0: yeah. I Maybe I should look into it just to see what the details are, but that sounded super sketchy. So, yeah. so I, I sent the video to Melanie and I was like, First off, the, the future is not what I... If you, like, the future is not what I was expecting. Imagine your brain if you sent this video back to yourself in the 90s. <laughs> it would just explode. Listen,
2: listen. Steve Urkel is going to try to come up with his own Thunderdome. But instead <laughs> of people entering, it's just everywhere. And you just send him the winner.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not only, not only is, like, Snoop Dogg hanging out with Steve Urkel... <laughs>
1: Steve Urkel
0: is selling weed and starting fight clubs. What this is, the, is
2: the, future the future the liberals want? This is the future the liberals want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs>
0: uh, it, dude. <laughs> That guy must be super shady in her life, though. You
2: think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, yeah, man. really. We would not have seen this one coming. No. Oh, geez. And Paul's got the J Jonah Jameson. <laughs> He's like, "You get out there and you you give me those pictures of Spider Man. I need I need yeah. some videos of bum fights. And here's some purple urkel for your trouble." <laughs> <laughs>
0: What were we watching with him in it the other day, Millie? Palm Springs. That's Palm Springs. He's he in plays that, yeah. a, a notable character. He shows up several times in there. <laughs> my favorite. I can't help it. As soon as that actor shows up, i will give give me pictures of Spider Man.
2: Right. Always oh, so iconic in that role.
1: He, he says one. of my, and I don't know why I like this line in that so much, but the guy's like, "I like your hat," and he's like, "Of course you do. I love that."
0: <laughs> yeah, his character is pretty great.
1: Uh, uh, but okay, Palm yeah. Springs.
0: Also, real quick, I don't think I updated. Uh, Paul, I. Concur. Actually, I gave Mortal Kombat 3.5.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, a rewatch probably a little lower, but again, not good. Super entertaining.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's different. right, right, right. That makes a difference. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for watching. Uh, this one will be hitting the podcast feed. Sorry, audio pod, audio feed listeners. Uh, if you missed last week, you can always the video replays are still up. I just. Mm-hmm was feeling insecure about my performance as a host. Uh, So I was like, "Eh, no, I'm not going to post it. This episode will be going up. Thanks for listening. Uh, Go to grogspodcast.com. It's G R A W L I X podcast.com. I don't have a good humble bundle thing to pimp at you. They got a like heavy metal comic book thing. Like apparently there's a manga
2: one and there's a Lego. The Lego games are on sale for humble bundle right now. So if you don't have DC comics, uh, with, like, the villains one, like, Mm. DC. Yeah, so the DC Comics LEGO game, the Marvel Comics LEGO games. uh, They even have their own, like, Minecraft wannabe, like, LEGO Worlds or whatever. Like, that's all part of the Humble Bundle. So if you want to check that out, just remember that we have an affiliate link, and you should uh, think about using it.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. if nothing else, growlxpodcast.com slash humble, or just go to com and scroll down until you see the Humble uh, bundle or whatever or humble banner it's there we're going to cut out hey. of that we're a humble partner otherwise bye good night bye. everybody thank you for listening to Grolic's Nights the Grolux podcast live show be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at GrawlixPodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to GrawlixPodcast.com slash live. up pills for performance issues yeah but i I feel like i shouldn't be taking pills that would help with my performance as a podcast host probably seems like addictive pills (laughs) i realize he's making a viagra joke but
1: Mm
0: -hmm. thanks everybody (laughs) take it easy (laughs) yep